the Emlings and uh, what we're tentatively calling the After Dark Army. What is going on, everybody? Uh, hey guys, what's up? Are you guys excited to uh, play some Avatar Legends? Some PBTA? Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm the big PBTA nerd. And I know that you guys have uh, dipped your toes in, at least at the very least, with uh, Amber's Bluebeard's game. Um, it's an excellent storytelling system. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, the system itself is incredible. Um, I mean, just starting with Apocalypse World and everything, everyone's done to build on top of it. Real quick, I got some feedback from one of our viewers that it would be great if we just did like a quick, like one minute, hey, for everybody that's not familiar with our previous episodes or with this particular Powered by the Apocalypse setting, here is the rundown. This is what you roll. This is when you do it. This is good. This is bad. Because he said he felt like without that, uh, he was missing out on some of the, like the roll factor, like the shock of the roll, right? Hmm. Yeah, like, oh, you rolled a nine and everybody's like, ooh. And then he's oh, like, yeah. I don't know if this is good or bad. Like, yeah, so, yeah. I should have done a You don't know that either that. right now. Yeah. Well, I could do that very sure. easily with Powered by the Apocalypse. Kids on Bikes was a little more difficult because it is a very nebulous system rules wise. You have a dice array and I'm just supposed to arbitrarily pick a number and be like, it's that hard. That's you know what good I mean? enough. Yeah. yeah, right. So, but um, but I love that. And you you guys, Troy, thank you for uh, literally just throwing me a softball there because you know me, I love talking game mechanics. Yes, so, this is true. Um, so yeah, we'll, uh, before we j- dive back into Avatar Legends and uh, reference our session zero that we had with our character creation and get Amber caught up to speed and, and worked into this group with her character, um, that's a great idea, Troy. I will talk for a moment about this Powered by the Apocalypse um, system. This uh, It is kind of a, uh, what would you use? Um, there's a word for it that I'm looking at. Uh, it's not a mechanic. Yeah, it's a rules light. It's I wouldn't call it a mechanic. It's like a tool set, basically. Engine. Yeah, it is an engine. That's exactly what yeah. I was looking for. Engine's um, probably the best term. Yeah. Yeah, and um, it is uh, a very simple rules light narrative first kind of um, resolution mechanic. So no matter what, when you listen to us play this game, uh, whenever I ask anybody to roll anything in this game, it is simply going to be two six-sided dice. Uh, so like you're playing Monopoly, you just roll two six-sided dice and there are three types of outcomes. If the total of your dice roll uh, adds up to six or less, that is a miss. That is a failure. And I get to really complicate the scene. You um, missed it. You fucked. <laughs> yeah, you, you done goofed. And it's going to be, it's going to get real, it's going to get bad. Um, I get to then make a GM move. A real cool thing about Power by the Apocalypse games is I as GM will never roll dice in this game. Um, never. I just get to respond to the failures of my players and uh, kick them when they're down. Uh, the uh, One of the other uh, options is you roll between a seven and a nine. And with two six-sided dice, seven is the mathematical average. So this is a really elegant way of designing this game where uh, from that seven to nine range, it is a success, but it comes with a cost. It is, um, some systems call it a mixed success. Some call it a uh, success with complication, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I mostly call it a mixed success because you get what you want, what you set out to do. Your character will say, hey, I want to do this. Um, I will say you do that, but something else happens. Uh, it gets a little more, you know, a little more complicated. Not without making sacrifices. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, not without making a sacrifice or not without, um, you know, uh, complication in the scene. And then the last option is uh, you roll a 10 plus. Anytime you roll a 10 plus on your two six-sided die, um, you 
succeed without complication. It is an unmitigated success. You just tell me what happens next. Um, and the way that Power by the Apocalypse works is there are stats. So it's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, a game that, uh, you know, you have a modifier, most likely. You can, in this, we're pretty, pretty much only working with like a, up to a plus two, which is a pretty big deal uh, when you're rolling two six-sided die. I mean, like that's... Thank you, Amber. Yes, look nice. at that. The four, the four stats in Avatar Legends are creativity, <laughs> focus, uh, harmony, and passion. So those are your four stats. Um, so you do get to add your modifier. And the way that this works is... Again, to compare it to a game everyone's familiar with, which is Dungeons and Dragons, think of it like skills, except in Powered by the Apocalypse, there are things called moves. We're pretty much just going to be talking. Um, unlike D&D, you know, it wouldn't be someone saying like, uh, I want to climb that. What do I have to make an athletics check? It would be more like I'm climbing this um, thing and I'm using my earth bending to make hand holes in this wall. I would say, oh, that sounds like you're relying on your skills and training, which is a move. All moves are kind of prompted by the fiction. I thank you again, Amber. This is all um, backwards on the camera, isn't it? No, probably, no, I think you're not. No, right. actually, it's oh, good. Yeah, no, it right. is not. Just here, great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so um, the way the Power by the Apocalypse games work is we're just pretty much having a conversation. I say like, this is the scene, this is what's happening. What does your character do? And for the most part, you're not ever going to say, I want to assess the situation. You're going to say like, I want to like take a look around and see like, is there something I'm missing here? And I'll say, that sounds like you're triggering this move. Please roll for it. And then there are, you know, the miss mix success or uh success without complication unmitigated successes so that's how this game's going to work um just know that if you hear six or less uh oh seven to nine okay and then ten plus oh dang they killed it nailed it um, <laughs> that was great. and i will there will not be a lot of those <laughs> and i will say this uh there is one uh one of the moves is help there is an a help action um so yeah, so that is a thing. Uh, I believe in the rules, only one person can offer to help. Um, let's see. Oh, this is someone offering to help someone else, not a call for help. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so it says here, um, oh no, multiple PCs can help on the same role as long as they have their own way of helping. So in this, basically to help a companion, you can mark one fatigue because it represents you exerting yourself to do this right and we've talked about how fatigue in this is like a short track before you start racking up conditions which are the things that penalize your roles um to help a companion mark one fatigue to give them a plus one on their role but you do need to explain you know how you're helping and uh that could make the difference between a six uh a failure of a six and a mixed success of a seven or a mixed success of a nine into an unmitigated unmitigated success of a ten uh, that said, and if we get into a fight tonight, you cannot help in combat. So everyone's too busy doing their own thing. Hmm. Ooh. Negotiating. Yes, you have tag leading. team, which is kind of like sneak attack. Yes, uh, and we and we, we will talk about that in a moment uh, as we catch everyone up about the characters we made last time on our session zero and talk about um, the pilot that we uh cooperatively came up with and, and kind of set the scene for what our short little series here is going to be about. Um, so let's go around and we're going to do Amber last because she is the, the newbie that wasn't in the session zero. So that way we get to see everyone. And then I was busy in Montreal being a super nerd with a bunch of fantasy sci-fi writers. Woo! Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse yeah. Me. <laughs> um, so who wants to go first and remind everybody about your character? Sarah, Sarah. I was just going to say, my eyes fell on Sarah's camera. <laughs> it's because I'm in the middle of the screen. You're on the edge. 
revenge for me. Oh, well then heck. Uh, okay, sure. Um, uh, I, you guys do not get the accent yet, so ha. Huh? Um, I am playing Rue. She is a waterbender from the Foggy Swamp tribe. Uh, so she's a little bit of a hillbilly, uh, but she means so well. She is the icon, uh, which, Brady, how do I describe that? She's sort of like, how do you describe the icon? Uh, the icon. Yeah, like I ancient mean, traditions like you're you're like a a lead, not a leader, but like yeah, emb- I, like the person that goes out and is kind of embodying the traditions of the group. Yeah, I um again, like I used this during the session zero. Um, to any Final Fantasy fans, like uh, Yuna from Final Fantasy X strikes me as a very much of an icon, right? Like she is somebody representing her traditions, her culture, and is kind of um the person everyone looks to in that culture to be like, that is what we aspire to. You know what I mean? Like she becomes, becomes a summoner. This is a final fantasy thing, but you know what I mean? Um, no good. The icon is, is kind of that, you know what I mean? Like they're a personification of their culture in a very good way. Um, so, which is why your balance track is between your role uh, it, and your yeah, freedom. Your role and your freedom. Yep. Yeah. So she's just a big sweetheart um, with a pet uh, musopotamus called Chumbi uh yes uh, but, so but once again you did say that you are a foggy swamp tribe waterbender yes. correct like so everyone knows this isn't your katara and your no. uh your uas this is no. uh this is she's, leaf hat wearing she's not a cool waterbender uh the swamp people are awesome yeah they are <laughs> awesome. to the foggy okay. bottom boys She's not a sleek waterbender. She's she's a swamp kid. She's barefoot running around in the mud. Grew like, up with the alabadgers and all that stuff in the swamp. <laughs> exactly. The weird the cat the gators. Better. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have our uh, swamp, um, our swamp waterbender icon in Rue. Swamp uh, icon. The swamp icon. Uh, who else do we got? Uh, I can go next. Um, All right. I am from the Fire Nation. My name is Che Zen. Um, I come from a lineage of soldier uh, Fire Nations. And I think this part is actually new. Uh, I was hoping that my lineage would be kind of um, engineers and mechanics for who kind mm-hmm. of built like the, the the storm, not the storm ships, like the, the ships and like the, what are those things called? The, like the fire cars that like, Oh yeah, they over the, just the industry, right? Like yeah, the they had a lot of things. um like tank Tanks, kind of things. Tanks, that's the word I'm trying to yeah. think of. Yes, I come Spider. from Linford. <laughs> like what are those things? Uh, tanks, yes. Uh, Boom mobiles. <laughs> Boom mobiles, yes. Uh, and I am a successor, which is just kind of uh, both kind of carrying on the traditions of my lineage, but also kind of fighting away from whatever. Um, expectations my lineage holds for me jess i'll say because i i just looked at the tainted past um feature of the successor here and i see what you mean like they say choose one of these domains that's mm-hmm. like where your lineage powers come from i'm totally fine with your like just adding a little bubble there and it being you know like yeah well so there's lineage resources too so i was thinking like either military command high society and then there's high technology for resources yeah like that could exactly be it right? yeah. like maybe yeah so your father was high up in the military command. Or my mother. Of, yeah. uh, or your mother, right? Or both. 
could be dual dual fucking yeah (laughs) Yeah. it sucks Um, (laughs) the child of two military parents um but um but yeah so we could do that and then that way like yeah they were kind of at the forefront of the military technology that made the fire nation such a terrifying yeah uh, yeah thing for the last hundred years Cool. Well, and that makes sense for your character too, right? Because one of your moves that you chose from the successor play, uh, playbook allowed you to choose an additional training. So you are not only a firebender, you are also a technological character. Yes. And yes. we decided that you wield a what now? A bazooka? <laughs> a firebending? Wait, how, long a after fucking, how long after Aang is this? Uh, that's only 10 is- years. Maybe yeah. I have the first bazooka. Who knows? Uh, she, yeah, you have a prototype, basically. Um, oh it, no! Oh, yeah. you mean that thing's not fully vetted? What are you doing? It is. It <laughs> like is sometimes a, explodes uh, out the front, sometimes the back. <laughs> sometimes right in the middle. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it like hyper focuses and makes you like a sharpshooter with your. Yeah, uh, I was just gonna say. I know we decided that I was gonna be a sharpshooter, which is very interesting with a bazooka. Bazooka's not. Yeah, that's just. <laughs> You're a sharpshooter, but you're bad at it. So also praise, right? Well, you know what? She's a sharpshooter, but just at very large targets. She's a sharpshooter, but she's also like, I'm going to take out that building. I can hit a 50 square yard target at 200 feet. You got a barn. (laughs) I'll take it down. Yeah. Puts blindfold on, starts spinning in circles. She hits her target. She just also hits other things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Technically, she's never missed. Um, I love it. Yep, that's um, Chazen. I love it. Um, And actually, real quick before we move on to the next person, I do. This is the thing we skipped last time: is we wanted to talk about the the big feature of the character. So we just talked about your tainted past, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You come from that military family with a, a you know a lineage of being aggressors and what just ended a hundred year war. So you know, you are stuck between that tradition of being aggressive and kind of, you know, um, building dangerous shit. Yeah. Against, you know, progress for something like Cranefish Town, which will eventually become Republic City and supporting a, imperialism. Yeah. Coordinated, <laughs> um, cooperative society. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go back real quick to Rue. Um, what is the icon's big feature there? Um, and I believe this is the one right under the fatigue track. Yes, yes. correct. So her thing is uh, burden and tradition. Um, and so she's trying to live up to her, to kind of deciding between living up to her role and the expectations versus being herself and kind of discovering that. Um, and so part of it is they give lists and examples of three responsibilities of the burden and tradition that she is expected to assume, which actually did. Um, so her main responsibilities are um, guarding nature from corruption, providing oh. aid to the downtrodden, and performing uh, ceremonies and rituals. Oh. And the three prohibitions of her burden and tradition are uh, never refuse an honest request for help, never betray someone's trust, and never start a fight. Oh my god! No, no. <laughs> you may, you play on hard mode. I mean, you'll get along with uh, Troy's character. Yep. She gets she gets along with everyone. They probably just don't like her. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Well, and then this is all going to come, you know, full circle when we do the connections part of this. Because, yeah, it makes a lot of sense that you and Troy's character will probably have some form of connection with one another as, like, the nice people. The chill people, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the nice people of this group. Um, Okay, cool. So um, 
so yeah, you have those three responsibilities and three prohibitions. Like you can't turn down anyone in health. That is just in who you have been trained to become. An honest request for help. Does it shift your balance if you um, fail to uphold one of those or commit one of the taboos? It uh, says he, yes. Uh, so if I directly and openly break a prohibition, I mark a condition and shift towards freedom. Twice. Mm. Shift your balance shift twice. twice. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So, um, and like the funny thing is, like, see, I, lo- I love that. We, we've gushed about Magpie's design of this game already, and this is the quick start version, but like codifying a rule to uh, literally explore your character's duality, like the, you know, torn between your role as an icon and your freedom, being who you want to be. And like, there's that center where you can pull off your moment of balance, but like, there's nothing to say that like, you know, this character might just end up being like, I abandoned this. You know what I mean? Like if it's in the cards for that person, we just start shifting their balance more. You know what I mean? They want to be a, uh, they want to break down the tradition. Uh, all right. Over time. Yeah. Um, all right. Who wants to go next? We got a firebender so far. I'll go, I'll go next. Cause I think, I think Troy's asleep. So, um, Troy heard his back. So, uh, we make fun One of, of the, for being the old guy, but Troy has the back yeah. Christian should have. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like, it's the, mark that down, Sarah. Uh, it's, it's, it's like the Porsche portrait of Dorian Gray, but it's just everything that I should have. I just shift onto Troy. <laughs> I thought I thought the reference you were going to make about the portrait of Dorian Gray was going to be about all those pictures he took for the fireman calendar just slowly sleep away in his belt. <laughs> <laughs> or it's the opposite. He looks good in the picture, but his actual body is just falling yeah, on the inside, desiccated. <laughs> it's that it's that meme of Homer where Homer everything's just like pulled back. Yeah, he just yeah. uses the paper clips to like clip, <laughs> clip everything back. Nice, nice, real nice. Oh, hey, Troy, real anyway. quick, nice picture. Tie your shoe. What? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Crack. Uh, so I am playing um, pretty much the opposite of, of what Sarah was playing. Uh, in, <laughs> pretty much. Person. I'm oh, playing man. as you do, as you do, <laughs> as I usually do. Uh, but I'm very excited about this asshole. Uh, I'm playing I sensing. Uh, he has a hammer uh, and an earthbender. Uh, the hammer makes him um, basically someone who solves his problems with aggression and anger. Uh, he's got a lot of aggression and anger. Uh, he's an earthbender. He grew up in the earthbending nation. Uh, I don't think we ever decided what city, but uh, probably Bicing City. What is the big one with the B? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And um, that one, that one. Uh, I think they, yeah. And his parents were part of the, what was the secret police again, Rainy? Dai Dai Lee. He benefited very much from that corruption uh, and had a lot of privilege. And he's really, ha- really unhappy that that's over. Uh, and he's really, really unhappy that these people are, you know, kind of moving into what he looks at as his country to set this stupid oh city up where everybody's going to like feel good and love each other. Uh, he just cannot stand that. <laughs> so he's here. Uh, he's in town for a couple of reasons. One is to learn a new sort of earthbending because uh, he's got to make something out of himself now that his family has been wiped out of their privilege. Uh, and the second part is he's got uh, part of his, uh, his big thing here, bringing them down is what the hammer has. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has, he has an enemy, an adversary, Gang Pei Bo, uh, who he wants to discredit. Uh, but the thing about Gang Pei Bo is he's actually not a bad guy. Uh, so <laughs> so he's I love that you like made a, this. 
It was like I twisted. Who's I your twisted. adversary? A good guy. He's like oh, he's a good nice. guy. He's, he's like commission. He's like commission. Think of like a commissioner Gordon sort of guy. He's actually an honest cop, and he's the one who uh, you know exposed a lot of the corruption uh, that my family was guilty of. So I want to just do the same thing to him and discredit him. So that's why I'm here. You are such a dick, dude. Not you. Your character. I love it. No, it's it I play what I know. I'm too. I'm a dick too. Yeah. Oh man. That's so funny. I don't know how we're going to turn this person into a hero, but hey, who knows? Um, <laughs> all right. And then who do we got next? We got Troy because we're going to do Amber yeah. last. So, yep. Cool. So I am playing Rulo Cho. Um, my character is also from the Fire Nation. Uh, he's not a bender, though. He is a soldier, he's a swordsman. Uh, which is interesting, right? Because you think the Fire Nation, they have all these like giant like tanks and airships and shit like that. And he's just like, nope, uh, I got my sword. Well, uh, uh, Zuko, Zuko was. Uh, I got a meme for that. <laughs> yeah, well, he was um, he was a secret. What was it? The blue, uh, the blue devil you know or something like that. Um, like in the show, there was a like Warhammer. known kind of pain in the butt to the Fire Nation. And it was actually Zuko with the mask on and he used two scimitars. So yeah. it is within Fire Nation, you know lore to use oh yeah for sure and are i we, think are the, we uh, 10 years after the war right now is that roughly what yeah i think so. okay so a lot of the technology and stuff in like legend of Korra is either very early or has not been conceived yet yeah, yeah so the sato mobile is not a thing yet i definitely made that decision no so no swords course. are still probably fairly common melee weapons and bows and stuff yeah so i got some of my uh some of my inspiration for my character from the um the swords master that like fought Zuko that one time. And I think he was a member of the white rose, um, white Lotus. Yeah. Or the white Lotus. I'm sorry. The white Lotus. Uh, yeah. So I got some inspiration from him. Obviously my character is not that legendary and badass, but you know, whatever yet we can dream, we can dream. Um, so my character is also an idealist. That is my playbook. Um, I will read you a little bit on that. Yes, your main feature is one called Never Turn My Back. Yes, Never Turn My Back. So I had to pick three things from this. It says, you've seen sadness and grief. You're no longer, uh, you're no stranger to loss and pain, but you know the world can be a better place and nothing happens without good people fighting for what's right. Uh, The three codes that I have chosen are never leave a friend behind, always stand up to bullies, and never strike the first blow, Very which is interesting. an interesting dichotomy for a soldier. And also um, a Fire Nation soldier, because firebending mm-hmm. Fire Nation is a very aggressive kind of culture. Right. Um, like even firebending, like there's no defense of anything. It's just very aggressive. Um, right. But it makes sense because you learned from an Earth Nation, an Earth Kingdom person, and earthbending and the Earth military is all about waiting for the perfect moment to strike so it represents that growth in you that change right and and a real quick just a backstory on my character my character as many of our characters are are conflicted between a dichotomy right and for for my character it is who i once was which is this soldier this fighter this warrior this person who was you know aggressive and had anger and all this stuff and i was since um basically betrayed by my 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 group my squadron in the military and I was taken captive and I was a prisoner in a uh, earth earth kingdom in the middle of a desert. And uh, one of the people that was responsible for, um, you know, watching me essentially over time, over my imprisonment, got to know me and uh, grew kind of either 
either he pitied me or he became compassionate for me or whatever it was, but, uh, they faked my death and he let me escape at a great risk to himself. And after I did that, I basically, um, my character recognizing the great sacrifice that this person made for me so that I could live. Um, I made a vow, uh, of pacifism. So I still have a sword. Uh, I still am a soldier and a warrior, but I have vowed to never use my weapon. Um, because I've seen what like hurt and anger and hatred can do to the world and to people. And I think there, I, I truly believe deep down inside that there is a better way. Uh, so that is the dichotomy of my character. Jess's character would disagree with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. I'm like, how much of a pacifist are you? Would you like hit a tree? Is it just like people? Would you chop up fruit? <laughs> yeah. Would you chop up fruit? Like, yeah, I, I would say I would angry. say I probably have a very I probably try to maintain a very um, calm and and um, helpful demeanor in every aspect of my life. So like, yes, I would obviously cut fruit and stuff like that to eat. Um, I'm not angry. I would probably like you know I would, here. to this pizza. <laughs> like, I can go. Yeah, I, I think I don't think I have an aversion to like like cutting wheat for food or like you know cotton yeah. for clothing <laughs> yeah. or anything yeah. like that it's, just, it's more like people and animals like things that hurt people but like i also wouldn't like just chop a bunch of trees down for no reason like mm -hmm. let's see yeah would. yeah because you don't want to piss off rue <laughs> <laughs> no. oh well Jesus amber Christ. now that you've gotten a hey. rundown of uh everybody else's character and what they brainstormed up last time uh how do you think your character fits into this and can you tell us about your character yeah, so I'm playing Aerie. I am from the Fire Nation also. I am not a bender. Uh, both of my parents were soldiers in the last war. My mother is a war hero. She became a war hero by dying in the last war. Um, oh, gosh. My father yeah. is permanently disabled from the last war. He lost limbs. And uh, after that happened, uh, and he was no longer of use or able to continue to fight, the Fire Nation and the government basically forgot about him. So we quickly mm -hmm. descended into poverty and it was up to me to oh, provide gosh. for my father and myself at a young age on the mean streets of an industrious city. So I got to being very scrappy and cunning and mean <laughs> in some ways. I had to live by my wits um, in a quick, hard world. Uh, mm -hmm. I have come to Imperial City because at the new, the budding Pre Republic City, yeah, Republic yes. City, because um, it's new and there's a new idea for how things are going to work here and i want to get in on the ground level so i can ride the rope up mm -hmm. i'm determined to climb far above my station uh, i will step on people that get in my way and i take particular joy in sticking it to the wealthy and privileged um and do my best to help out and provide for the little guy kind of a more criminally minded robin hood type character <laughs> So mechanically, let's go through quick character creation stuff for you, just so that way we can do it on stream and everyone can watch the process really quick again. Um, yes. The way that we do that is uh, you're going to then uh, now, ba -ba -ba, going back to this part, um, choose your training. So you said you're not a bender. Are you a martial character, like a weapon user? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. So uh, what is your fighting style? And this is purely flavor. Like, what is it that you do that makes you an effective fighter? I am a knife fighter. I use two daggers. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Um, all right. Scrappy. Uh, <laughs> I will yes. cut you. <laughs> so, so you can choose up to two backgrounds. You already said that you grew up in a military family. Did you choose that one? I chose the outlaw background. I was very young oh. when we sort of fell from that position. Um, and 
quickly fell in with, you know, like the street urchins, stealing, scrapping, running errands for shady characters, whatever it takes to put bread on the table. That makes sense too, because you're probably what, in your early 20s or something mm-hmm. in this? So yeah, so you'd have been like 10, 11 by the time you were like, I need to go get stuff. So yeah. Probably you a little that. younger. They died and my dad became um, disabled yeah. before the end of the war, actually. There's oh, still a okay. couple years of fighting left and we were well, just yeah, totally so. discarded and forgotten about right. during the height of it. Okay, so you took the outlaw background. That's awesome. Next up uh, was just demeanors. And this is just a thing that's in a lot of games just to kind of describe your character's physical appearance. Um, you can bring that up or if you want, if you picked any. Yes, she, so she is, um, she's a slim, fair-skinned uh, young woman. Mm-hmm. She has uh, dark hair. She often keeps it tied back in a ponytail so it doesn't get in the way. Um, her kind of most uh, striking feature, and she doesn't uh, really take any pains to cover it up, is she has like Lichtenberg scars from lightning across her chest and down one of her arms all the way to the palm of her hand. And she tells anybody who asks her, listen, that that is from the time she caught lightning. That's awesome. Um, Oh, we have not brought this up yet. What playbook are you playing? I'm playing The Bold. The Bold, yes. Um, And so let's talk about The Bold's feature, which is Legacy of Excellence. Yes, I love this feature actually, because it's really flexible. So basically the Legacy of Excellence, I have a huge laundry list of tasks or things to accomplish that build my legacy as kind of like this big bold hero. Um, and I always have four that are in play. And when mm-hmm. I accomplish them, I, uh, whenever I accomplish one, I can tar- mark off a growth or clear a condition in game. Yeah. That's actually, that's actually crazy because, um, that that's one of like the fastest ways to level up. Everyone else has to wait till end of session to mark advancements, but you as a bold can like really make yourself, uh, more powerful, get more moves and stuff by just achieving these personal. It was goals. right in line with my vaulting ambition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's great. Um, and the legacy of excellence actually, um, when you complete all of the items in your legacy of excellence, you either retire your character or you choose a new playbook. Yeah. So, what four did you pick to have in here? Because I can actually, if yes. if it comes up, I can be like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity to offer this. You know what I mean? So, uh, so I picked kiss someone dangerous. Oh, that's awesome. Punch somebody you probably shouldn't punch. Oh, no. Pull off a ridiculous stunt. And stand up to someone who doesn't respect you. Yes. Awesome. So I'm looking for a Those fight. are all so avatary. Those are so good. Kissing or punching. <laughs> yeah. Both. Do you know what I... Like, both. Without... Yes, or both. There's no reason I can't hit two of those at once. Like, 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 kiss, kiss, kiss. My, uh, my notes for that to be quick hand was just kiss danger, punch danger. <laughs> <laughs> so, very good. <laughs> um, listen, if that's not how you're approaching your life, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> um, awesome. And then, so you get to pick... Uh, oh, real quick. Uh, you get to add plus one to one of your stats and you can see in the tiny little brackets next to it what they start at. What did you end up doing with your plus one? Plus one to my passion, which was minus one. So I'm at a net zero. Oh, you're the only one to offset your negative. uh, I was thinking like with the way your personality is, like she is fairly passionate. So I have to pump that. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, So yeah, so you can, so you have plus one creativity, plus one focus, zero harmony, zero passion. Yep. And then what two moves did you choose from the Bold's playbook? I chose, here's the plan. When I work out a plan with someone, I roll creativity. On an unmitigated success, I have three. On a partial success, I have two. And then I can spend those during the execution of the plan to aid someone, giving them a plus one, call out warning or a command to them to reduce their fatigue by one, 
or rally someone with invigorating words to negate a condition they would otherwise suffer. Wow, that's really good. Listen to me, I'm going places. Yeah, that's actually, (laughs) that's actually, that's a really good one. And that's a, again, to to Troy's point, uh, hold is a very popular thing in Powered by the Apocalypse games. Uh, Basically, it is a one-for-one meta currency that allows you to uh, do certain things based on the move that you're rolling. So like Amber said, she's got a plan with one of her allies. It allows her to either help them succeed, uh, help them not get hurt as bad as they might have, or um, avoid taking a condition, which are kind of the the bigger penalties of this system. Just you wait. I'm going to run this town. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then, what was the other one that you? The other one I chose was straight shooter. When I tell yeah. an NPC the blunt, honest truth about what I think of them and their plans, I roll focus on a hit. They look up to my honesty with favor, and they'll answer a non-compromising question or grant me a favor. Uh, on a seven to eight, they return the favor and give me an honest assessment of myself, and I mark a Ooh. condition. On a miss, I'm a bit too blunt, and they're either just furious or genuinely hurt. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's great. <laughs> Very cool. Um, all right, yeah. So everyone has access to the basic moves, but again, just kind of catching everyone up. Uh, each playbook has special moves. So here's the plan is a bold only move because that is a bold thing to do. You look at someone, you go, this is what we're going to do. Let's go do it, you know? Um, whereas other characters are going to have, yeah, uh, like for example, and we'll, we'll see it in play. Troy's character picked two very defensive combat style moves because that's just how his character is now approaching a lot of things. Right. Is, uh, and you don't, oh, go ahead. Some of, I was just going to say some of the moves aren't exor- aren't quite actual moves. One of right. the moves that I took with the icon is so I could have chumby. Yes, Shumpy. in place of a move, I got an animal companion large enough to ride. Right. Yes, and you chose a move. It's just like a no-brainer, really. I also Obviously. started uh, slightly off-center with my balance. I saw that you can move that once during character creation, so I took oh. the plus oh. one toward confidence. Oh, see, so I didn't know that. So if anybody else wants to do that real quick, and then while you debate yeah, it or I'm do it, do that actually, um, I will describe the balance track. So we talked about the four stats of Avatar Legends and how they apply to certain roles. Well. Balance is a pseudo fifth stat in this game, uh, which is what we were talking about, kind of pulling you back and forth between the duality within yourself. And it changes for each um, playbook. So for example, Jess's character, the successor is torn between tradition and progress. Amber's character, the bold is torn between loyalty and confidence. You know what I mean? Like, and she said, I'm going to step on people. Like her loyalty is probably pretty low. So her center is more confident than it is loyal, you know? Um, And there are certain times in the game where if someone's talking to you and telling you to live up to one of your principles, be it loyalty or confidence, uh, that might shift it. Um, and there's a very special move called, you know, your moment of balance, um, which we might see in this series, we might not. Um, but basically at certain times you can actually roll with your principles instead of certain moves, stats. Um, and we'll see if that comes up, but, um, So yeah, uh, I think we will finalize character creation real quick with uh, something that a lot of Power by the Apocalypse games do, which is the um, connections. Uh, And this is going to talk about um, how all of you view one another as far as like what your connection to one another in the team is. And actually, before we do that, let's go over the pilot again, the the premise that we cooked up last time at the end of the session, um, so we can work Amber's character into it. Um, and then then do connections because that's going to be something that um, will help her inform that or help you guys inform how Aerie works into your connections. So does anybody want to take it or do you want me to just uh, roll off some shenanigans? 
Take it, dude. Take okay. it. So um, Avatar Legends, the quick start has a great little uh, kind of checkbox thing to come up with the premise of how your group first came together and what they did in their first little adventure for their pilot episode. Um, so for ours, we came up with the fact that for various reasons, the five of these, um, the five of these people um, have all arrived in Cranefish Town, the site of Avatar Aang and crew's um, vision for a cooperative um, city of no nation and all nations at once, basically. Um, it is not going to be a, it is what eventually will become Republic City and the capital of the United Republic Nation or whatever it's called. Um, but basically it is a place where um, benders of all kinds, people from all nations can come and live in harmony and work towards a singular goal. Um, and if you watch Legend of Korra, that is where this whole, that a, a lot of that takes place. And you can see how uh, quickly technology and things uh, rapidly advance because of coordination and cooperation between these communities, like what everyone can bring to the table. Right now, however, we're still in the very beginnings of Republic City slash Cranefish Town. Um, so with any big kind of uh, melting pot area comes uh, crime and uh, corruption. So what we came up with was for various reasons, these five people found themselves in Cranefish Town. And not too long ago, there was a terrible collapse of some uh, tunnels that were being excavated for supposedly infrastructure or sewers, or nobody really knows what. It was part of like this uh, city planning public, uh, you know, public infrastructure kind of thing, but there was this collapse and quite a few people were lost, injured, or, you know, died. And so in a place where you have plenty of earthbenders and waterbenders and all of these things here, you know, obviously there was a lot of people who were upset about this. Why did this happen? This shouldn't have happened. We're better than this. Uh, so there was a protest at which I believe we decided that uh, Rue and Arulo would have been there because they're here to support people who've, you know, experienced some kind of um, awful event and they're there to help people. Um, we decided that uh, I, Christian's character, was there to basically um, harp on the fact that non-earthbenders are ruining the Earth Kingdom. And um, Jess's character, Che, was there to try and uh, talk to somebody in charge to be like, I'll give you a better deal and my company will do all this better than whoever messed this up. And I would kind of, actually also, I would actually just also say he was probably there to try to pin this somehow on Gangpo Bay. Mm. Yeah, the police did. Gangpo. Yeah, yeah, the Gang police. Bo. The police Can't did trust this. Them. Yep. <laughs> Can't trust them. This is shady stuff. But what actually ended up happening is um, the four of you and Amber. Do you see why would why do you think um, Ari might be there? Or if you don't think she'd be there, we can always insert her later. I see two two possible reasons and possibly a combination of both of them. One, I'm very interested in these tunnels and getting a very good and very accurate and thorough map of them because these are going to be my tunnels. <laughs> and two, <laughs> um, the current uh, sort of uh, crime syndicate that is holding power right now has slighted me and my fellow scrappers and I have promised them they will regret it. And I intend to keep that promise. Ooh, excellent. Um, so yeah, so you are here because you're like, ooh, tunnels under the city, perfect. And yeah, yeah and then it, my <laughs> it makes all the more sense that when the five of you for from your various vantages or in exploring the area and doing what you can um, 
happened to all oversee five or you know a, a small group of people approached the cave-in which you know is currently cordoned off and dangerous and uh being dealt with by the it looks like the city play like town planning and yeah like it, it looks like uh some kind of um you know uh what's sort of looking for like community or zoning um, by the yeah, zoning, zoning board yeah, the zoning board <laughs> yeah the planning the planning board the zoning board right municipal uh people are dealing with this but you guys see some ruffian looking types just walk right in walk right up to it and earthbend their way right through Oh, they think they're taking my tunnels. <laughs> and you're like, and all of you were like, the hell's that about? So what we decided was uh, you all decided we got to go figure out what's going on here. Um, Can we say y'all for Sarah? Y'all, we y'all went y'all? down there. Y'all yeah, went down there and said, oh man. We'll get like, the accent soon, hush. Uh, <laughs> not even that good. But so th- through your various means, you managed to get into these uh, like seaside caves um, where this accident big uh, air quotes occurred and found that a local mafia had set up a yeah. relatively complex network of smuggling caves smuggling tunnels um, um and when you the cabbage smuggling ring goes deep here <laughs> well, fact, if you guys if you guys don't think i threw the cabbage merchant in here you're wrong you were so mistaken. <laughs> um, but um you found out that uh this mafia, um, which all of you are like vaguely familiar with the name, it is the uh, it's the it's the Badger Mole Mafia. Um, these guys, and uh, it is led by the infamous Don Moshan. Um, you get down there and see a bunch of various types of benders, not just earth benders, but fire benders, water benders, all down there excavating these tunnels, working on uh, hiding shipments and smuggled things and whatnot. And you guys over here, because again, think of this as like a pilot episode of a cartoon, like, oh no, like this is the big bad thing. The Don himself and his furs and like, you know, ridiculous. I don't know what accent I'm going to give him. That's I the give, guy, Don. He has slighted me. Yeah, the Don. The Don. <laughs> the Don. Oh, um, um, <laughs> I, um, I always give uh, mafia people, I have to give them like that New York, hey, you know what I mean? Like, hey kid, you gotta, you're part of the family now. Um, <laughs> one of us, but, uh, <laughs> every one of time. Us. even in Avatar, it's just like, uh, anyway, I'm not going to do that because I'm terrible at that accent. But uh, he was talking to one of those municipal people in the planning director of Cranefish Town, currently appointed to the you know council, uh, Director Shu. The two of them were down there, and you heard something along the lines of, like, this setback better not cost us. And the Don says, Relax, everyone around here is idiots. I got this. Uh, they have no idea what's going on. Give them a tragedy. They'll be distracted. And basically, uh, you overhear that the mafia and at least one member of the council are currently working on some kind of smuggling network here in Cranefish Town. Um, before you could find out much more, I think we decided that I was the one who goofed or something. Yeah, um, we, he, yeah. I, I don't remember exactly what we said, but he was definitely definitely is the one to have goofed. Listen, if we... Uh, Overconfident. Yeah. It, Chat, uh, go ahead and just type in who you think the analogs for the actual Avatar characters are for this. Because if you don't think I is Sokka, I don't know what you're, I think. Um, <laughs> that's where I'm at with this. But um, yeah, you do something and knock something over or, you know. Yeah. Like like scoff, like like you would. You know, you overhear someone say something stupid and your character would be like, <laughs> you know. And they're Stop. like, what the? what the hell you know what i mean but um but yeah so you make some sort of noise and uh 
alert some some thugs, some ruffians, and you guys have to get out of Dodge. And you desperately escape before being captured by the mafia. Um, you manage to get out without losing anybody. You uh, get out and a whistle, uh, you just hear a big old splash, and there's Chumby in the, the coastal waters to, to swim <laughs> you guys. To Everybody on the Rusopotamus. Um, but yeah, uh, you guys have made a harrowing discovery that has bound you five people together in a mission to make sure that the promise of a new cooperative city by Avatar Aang and friends doesn't fall into the wrong hands before it even has a chance. So... That is where right back. Yes. Uh, okay. So go do that. And we will talk about your connections to one another. And then we will start with the, uh, the series proper. I know we're already at like 45 minutes, but um, I always feel like the more setup you can do, the more, you know, it'll write itself and we will have a great time just kind of mm-hmm. um, really filling this stuff in. So um, connections are a playbook specific thing. So I know Amber just uh, took a quick break, but does anybody want to take a look at theirs and maybe read uh, their connections? Uh, I think everybody has two connections to fill in. Yeah, so I actually you, did my iteration. I can I can start with mine. Yeah, so you won't have a connection to every character, every other character, but it does help kind of build that um, rapport or just a way to consider the um, you know the role play between you and another character. Nope. So I have two. How do you say it's it's Che, right? Yes, it's Just Che. Yeah. Che. So I have two. I have one. Blank has a way to solve problems with words instead of fists. It's really impressive. Che. Seems like Ooh. she's kind of a talker, kind Ooh. of a wheeler dealer. Words. And kind of also, I can tell she's like, you know, she're like one of my peeps. Like, you know, she we has a not bazooka, the Christian. What the yeah. we're not, yes, <laughs> but she's also a business person. Okay. Yeah. With the bazooka. Right? Well, and a, and a noble, right? So, like, yeah. If yeah. anybody thinks that they can like, talk yeah. themselves, like, I, into... and I'm here with like, and I'm here with like a hick and two peasants. So naturally, I'm going <laughs> to. I mean, be I was going to say, I don't know. Right. Ari kind of seems like more of a a smart talker. I thought I thought Ari, but I don't I don't see I being like, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to look up to her because he's real. He's all about the station, right? Yeah. yeah if he's impressed true. by you anything know, about Ari, it's but, probably not her conversational true. skills. Wow. Uh, oh. Wow. Damn. I'm being oh. besmirched. Um, oh. But, but <laughs> um, I don't know, because, but he'd also might just be like, oh, fuck her. She's a fire nation person and I hate them. So I mean, no, I'll, he's I'll not going to come back. I'll take it. He's not going to come out and say it, but he think, I think he like, he likes the cut of her jib. All right. We'll just, we'll put it that way. Old okay. man like, sayings. Okay. Like, and then the other one I have jib. is Arulo. I worry Arulo won't be able to hold their own when things get tough. I'm going to toughen them up. Oh, oh sad sack. Arulo needs uh, toughening up, which is such a little, oh, little pacifist. The literal, the literal uh, fucking POW over here needs toughening yeah. up. Little pacifist. <laughs> we need well, because here's the thing, though. All right. I was his up his ass. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's 20 years old. His head is thoroughly up his ass. All right. He thinks he's like the shit. And, uh, yeah. That's like so, yeah. He worries that's about such a, a privileged, abusive stance. On, that's like such a privileged, abusive stance on Troy's character. It's just like this guy just turned into a soft bitch, and it's like, oh, like, <laughs> what are you See, gonna I do? I also Pacifist think I'm the shit, boy. but I actually am to back it up. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that that's was so awesome, funny. Christian. That's great, Christian. I Thank love you. that even in your connections, 
you're just playing such an asshole. Like, <laughs> twisting. I'm just twisting so things. Good. All right. Uh, does anybody else have some ideas for their connections? I do. Okay. The idealist, correct? Yes. So my two connections are, I will start first with, uh, first one says, I recognize some of the pain I have felt inside of uh, Christian's character. I'm going to help them. Oh, Uh, because I I remember a time not too long ago, although it seems like it was a long time (laughs) ago when I too was full of rage and anger and uh, yeah, boom, I'm going to help him out. We're going to have a full Uncle Iroh and Zuko team going on Oh my God, it really is. Oh my God, it really is. The romance continues. They're like, here's some tea, The romance continues. Honestly, (laughs) chat, if you don't know, the three men of DMs After Dark are all madly in love with one another. Um, The love story for the ages. Like, they're meant to be. (laughs) We'll not check the chat for like two hours and there'll be 150 messages of just these three just... Oh yeah, in love, sharing memes. We did so many. We did so many latte puns recently. It was amazing. Oh, save them because uh, we're we're opening this episode in a uh, cabbage spice latte shop. Wow, oh, wow, that sounds absolutely. Oh, did we dreadful, all miss this? All. I know. I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, so did my, my second connection is oh. actually going to be. Um, uh, Ailey, is that how you pronounce your name? Aerie. 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 Sorry, Aerie. Aerie frustrates me so much when she acts without thinking about the consequences. What about this asshole? What about <laughs> I? What the fuck? Well, he already chose I. He thinks he could fix I. Yes. I'm fixable. You're not. No, wow. No, no, no. Oh. Yeah. no, no, it's not that. It's that Christian's character needs serious reform. I haven't given yeah. up hope, but he needs reform. You just frustrate me because you should know I'm better. Right you're better. Right. <laughs> or or at least better, like, you should know better. You know what, though? It actually makes sense. You're both Fire Nation, right? You're both not nobility. And and I think this makes sense. Like, Amber, your character is reckless. And like, that's something that I would am. not have flown in... <laughs> In, in Rulo's strict life. imperialistic society. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you are a, no pun intended, because Che literally is a loose cannon. You are the loose cannon. <laughs> you know what I mean? The. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, great. Those are, these are great. See, this is why I love connections. Like, I love, I think all games should do this and be like, you know, yeah, t- tie a bond between you and someone else. You know what I mean? Like, just so you have that structure, that uh, kind of inspiration. All right, who else? Uh, who else wants to go? I've got an idea. Um, okay. I know. I I know. Um, Rue has a pretty good head on their shoulders. They're they're a great sounding board for my ideas because Rue is the poorest hillbilly hick here, and I like her. <laughs> so like, regardless of what she contributes, I love to go over my ideas with her. Um, She's too nice to tell you that it's a bad idea. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know if she has like a devious mind like I do, but she's oh, she's so chill enough to listen. <laughs> Okay. Um, and okay, question for you guys, Jess or Christian? You both sound like snobby assholes. Which one of you is most likely to be the one that scoffs at my plans? Who one day I will show what I can do. <laughs> Jess, <Probably> me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jess. probably me. Jess, all right, that you. That yeah. will be you. You scoff honestly, at my plans. But I, one day I, will I show is you very what likely. I is very likely to respect the fact that you're trying to tear things down because he's he's there for the same reason, more or less. 
Yeah, so, and I think that Jess's yeah. character as a Fire Nation noble is probably the one who looks at you like a like disgraced military kid who just takes like, life a crime. She's hot I'd shit be and like, so smart with her technology and stuff, but I'm smarter. <laughs> all you need to do is steal that technology, and you'll show her. <laughs> well, thank you for inventing this gun for me. For you me, need to yeah. figure out how to use it. Yeah. Ooh, already with the sass. I saw you use it once. All right, I'm so that leaves <laughs> that leaves that leaves Rue and uh Che. Okay. What yeah, mine's a little hard. One is like has major concerns, fears, or grievances with my lineage and with me by proxy. So that could be Christian. That could be Christian. Could be Christian. Yeah, because I, 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 I both like kind of love and I have familial. a love and hate. Okay. Yeah, okay. but I'd probably be the one of yeah, because that's perfect. Because that was my problem with taking you as you know, respecting you for your ability to just not smash people. Yeah, having concerns about your lineage. I just hate rich people. <laughs> yeah, no, but it makes sense because I is dealing with the fact that he's trying to keep the Earth Kingdom, you know, the Earth Kingdom, thing, the Earth Kingdom, yeah. and like the Fire Nation's moving in, and if anybody's pushing all this technology and like. You know, again, like war is terrible. I doesn't like war drives a lot of progress. You know what I mean? And the Fire Nation was kind of the spearhead of that progress. And so, yeah, he's probably terrified that your lineage, like someone of your station coming in and being powerful right off the bat, that could be dangerous. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, And then I guess I'll also do Aerie as seems free of their past in a way I wish I could let go of mine. Hearing them talk about the future feels amazing. Ooh, hmm. that's it. That fits really good. Yeah, it was yeah. between Airy and Arulo, but I oh. think Airy fits more your speed though because so you don't. Too. You're not all about harmony and love. You're about like being <laughs> bold. And, I would. I would also argue that building, Arulo building is a better world with your own bloody bare hands. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, think, Christian. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I am not uh, okay yeah. with my past. Um, yeah, yeah that, that was the thing. But I, yeah. but I also, I probably, you got, I probably haven't spoken much with you about it. It's one of those things that I'm trying to process like personally, you know yeah, what I mean? And, you know, I, and I think more for me, I wasn't sure about what future you're headed towards or what you think about the, the future right. should be. Sure. All right. And that leaves Rue, our, our swamp icon. How do you like, again, I love that. Like we've, no, you haven't been chosen. Oh, you've been chosen once in all of these connections, but it makes sense because like everyone's yeah. just like, and the Moose girl is here. Like, oh, and and her, okay. And this, and it's yeah, just I was like, like, I was like, really supposed to be super traditional, right? It's like swampy girl, just like, like hey. <laughs> she's Love just there. Thing. Um, so actually, I really like both of mine. Um, so for the first one, um, I I read this and I immediately knew this was Che. Uh, Che seems to not fully understand what it means that I'm the icon of my tradition and I kind of like feeling free around them. Mm-hmm. It's this weird, like, she doesn't like, get oh, it. yes, you have the pressure of 12 swamp people's expectations upon you. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, oh, okay, I could I could live with this. And then- That's um, so cute. And you're like, it's not serious? Like, the okay. crushing pressure of your tens of followers. Which dozens of us. Kind of like our stream. Our tens of followers. Our ten followers. Who we love. Thank you so much, guys. Who we love. And then um, Arulo makes me feel better about my responsibilities and my burden with a smile and a few kind words. Oh, that's, yeah, that's nice. He's just, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the wholesome guy. 
Yeah, and she's like, all right, I, I kind of So get when this. we need an adult, it's Arula. Arula's the <laughs> yep. person that we need. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the adult. Correct. And then Christian's character's like, yeah, when we need a soft little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dad. You're not my dad, yeah, right? You're not oh my, my god. We just... <laughs> oh, god. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is okay. going to be great. So, um... So yeah, I guess with that, we are good to start. Everyone has an idea of how everybody is connected to one another. And at this point, uh, whether or not all of you like it, um, you find yourselves kind of just tied together in this potential conspiracy that you are uh, the lone, you know, um, observance of. So I do think we're going to start this episode. Uh, think of it like, you know, last week on Avatar and we see that whole thing play out again, right? And then uh, this week it starts and it is just the five of you sitting in, uh, it's a restaurant called Cabbage Delicacies. Fun fact, fun fact, this is canon. It exists in Cranefish Town. It is the Cabin Merchant's Restaurant. Um, oh, and I'm he, glad he finally made it to a place yeah, a little he, harder to destroy. <laughs> exactly. And that's Just exactly, a little though. <laughs> That's the rationale he gave was I felt like it was a little more safe and not in a cart. So I made a restaurant. So he sells things like cabbage cookies, cabbage noodles, cabbage soup. And I wrote, and an experimental new cabbage spice latte question mark. <laughs> so, I, love I mean, I have to try it. <laughs> I have to have know. to. That is I a bold to. move of yours. Yeah, I have to fucking try it. <laughs> Um, would we argue that that is uh, stunting? I, I just yeah, wrote stunt. Just on, I just wrote stunt one. on him. I don't know what that means, but um, <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, I think it was like a daring stunt. Pull off a ridiculous stunt. <laughs> Drinking cabbage spice latte. Here I go. <laughs> Drink the whole thing. Oh my goodness. Uh, Rue um, has absolutely ordered a cabbage spice latte. All right. Yeah. Cheers. Um, <laughs> Yeah, can we just get a facial reaction for, this is going to be great for podcasts, a facial reaction of everyone's uh, response to Cabbage Spice Latte. Just right now, everybody hit me with one. <laughs> That's Rue's. She's interested, yeah. Like, <laughs> Thank you. It's basically Thank you. like the water where, from where you live. That's basically what you're you like, mm, Heat it up a little suck. bit. Reminds me of home. Not talking to these two for like two hours. <laughs> Or like get a breath mint or something. Arulo Spit smiled. The cup. No, he did. Arulo yep. just enjoyed it. There's yep, already mint in it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely cabbage and mint. It's and, cabbage, uh, mint, and like cardamom. The fuck is this? <laughs> and milk. You mean del- oh, and milk, milk. and steep frothed milk. Um, milk and cabbage. Things yeah. that go together. Yes, of course. <laughs> Back us, back us at ten dollars, and we will make and drink a cabbage spice latte. Oh my god! Oh no! Yeah, for sure. <laughs> ten dollars, we'll engage in public humiliation. I've never That's even it. had cabbage, guys. No. Oh, there is cabbage. Actually, really good. Cabbage is great. Yeah, cabbage is great. I used to hate um, cabbage growing up. I've never seen cabbage. I'm not a fan, but uh, I'll drink it for ten bucks. I also will drink it for 10 bucks, but I'll set in the bar. I will do worse things for 10 bucks. <laughs> for 10 bucks and like the $1,000 freaking latte maker. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bar we're setting. Um, so, anyway, yep, I said um, it. I've gone there. 
all of you are sitting there potentially enjoying your cabbage spice lattes and just uh discussing uh you know your plans basically um i think that we decided that this happened like overnight it was like you guys went in there and, and escaped like in the early hours of uh dawn um so yeah like you found a place at this point to just kind of all be like we need to talk about what's going on so um does anybody want to discuss anything with any other players or just kind of because otherwise i can we need to find out what they're smuggling in first. I, uh, we, need to, we need to waylay some of the product, open up the crate, see what it is, and then we'll have a better idea on what to do next. If it's weapons, it's going to be very different than if it's like Coke <laughs> or if it's just jewels, you know? Is there Coke, Coke in Cranefish Town yet? I don't know. There should I don't be. Know, I don't know if they ever uh, talked about- There's Coke everywhere in Avatar. I don't know if they ever talked about blow in the Avatar universe. <laughs> I have added this to the canon. There's blow. It's a serious no. blow problem. <laughs> uh, fear and loathing in Cranefish Town. Just, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, well, guys, you know. I I'm I'm gonna interrupt this before it ever happens. Um, Otter poet in chat. That was so good. Considering this group, this drink makes perfect sense. They're all carrying emotional cabbage. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, Thank you. That's very good. Um, so yeah, that, that's a very valid concern. Oh, actually, I wanted to ask this question, kind of like what I did with kids on bikes. Um, another way to just kind of frame the scene and really highlight what I love about Powered by the Apocalypse games is like a lot of them have, uh, surprisingly, Avatar doesn't, but a lot of them like uh, Dungeon World or um monster of the week i know have moves that specifically allow you to ask questions or kind of provide lore as a player like influence the world building influence like what the actual scene that you're interacting with is proposal there's um, blow now <laughs> no 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 that's well you know what actually All for I it. there needs I to be blow i really might have just stepped in it because one of the the two questions i was going to ask was one of you found something while you were down there and the other question i was going to ask is uh, or, you know, prompt I was going to put your way was one of you dropped something while you were down there. So, like, what did you find? What did you leave behind? And, like, if anybody else wants to, you know, have a personal connection complication with uh, with what happened down there. So we found some baggy yay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, my God. Like, I don't know what this is, but it was down there. It throws a bag of white powder on the table. Oh Whatever this bag of white powder is, we have it. Re- Put it in the latte. Did we find a box raining? Cranefish Town. Cranefish Town becomes Duskfall. (laughs) (laughs) We do have a foggy bottom person. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, Guys, people are going to search for Avatar actual plays and it's just going to be us talking about Coke. Come on. Can we, let's be, let's be a little better. (laughs) We can't do better than this. This is who we are. Can we be a little better than this? Can we? Uh, we could try. Uh, we could try. We could try. Um, so yeah, if you guys I wouldn't want, mind we having drugs. something. We could say drugs, but um, but we will not go. We will not. We will not go deeper into the uh, the market. Uh, Drop something. <laughs> blow the load off this case. Oh no! <laughs> it's fucking minks. They're in a vicious mink smuggling. Rings, oh, <laughs> well, hybrid animals, right? They it could be like, um, no, just minks, they're very rare. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is this strange, not combined animal? Like, what is this? <laughs> um, 
And that mm. makes sense. That's why the Don wears fur all the time. It's just incredibly they rare. Rare mink nice. fur. Oh, it's just, yeah, it's rare animals. Killer. Yeah, they're, Actually, they're Joe if Exotics. We're cool, if we're cool with, with not doing drugs, because that's terrible, uh, and we want to do rare <laughs> animals instead, I feel like... Uh, I feel like uh, my character would be all about helping those minks live. Why are you gonna pick up minks? They're so little, dude. I do love. I They're do not even love, half hippopotamus. Fuck you guys. I do love that Troy. The way you like justified that though, you're like, yeah. If we're not gonna get into drugs, you know, let's get into illegal animal smuggling. <laughs> like it's much better morally speaking. You know what I mean? No. Oh man. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're the Joe Exotic of, uh, the Don is the Joe Exotic of Cranefish Town. Uh, that of, guy? He is the, uh, hold on, wait, wait, I literally looked up, uh, some hybrid animals. He is the Tiger Dillo King. That's what they call him. <laughs> Holy the ti- shit. The Tiger Dillo King. Uh, That's actually terrifying. Don, Don Motown. <laughs> um, the Tiger Dillo King. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't ever oh. want to bring up Joe Exotic in a stream, but here we are. Um, <laughs> so yeah here we are <laughs> okay so you guys found that uh and that makes sense like you guys wouldn't even have to like break open crates so that we, yeah, so we found a like bunch a, of animals like you know yeah, uh, we, okay oh we could have found like a fur you know yeah or furs ooh, which is even one yeah. fur right yeah, yeah or a couple one, of furs, yeah. no probably be invested in that because if they're like fucking hunting rare yeah. animals on a massive um, scale here that's definitely fucking terrible for the environment one of, of Rui's mm-hmm. specialties is animal handling yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that actually ties yeah, in they're, actually they're pretty smuggling well smuggling animals yeah. for various reasons and purposes but yeah um animals none animal of them parts. good for the animals <laughs> correct yeah exactly um little, yeah. little didn't we know they're training like <laughs> like therapy support like minks support, <laughs> We're, like, releasing these minks are trained to detect epilepsy and and now another one of our games merge where it's support minks wood milfs i don't know where the line is gesture expression because like why did you choose those two things to merge because it begins with mi no no, not well. You can call people minks, right? Isn't that a thing that people call? no, no. cougars? It's M-I-N-X. Like, yes, M-I-N-X. Yeah. M-I-N-X. Oh, oh, my fault. Yes. Yeah, no, oh. I, tr- I tried, guys. Um, it's okay. I right. just thought carp. It was carping, not harping. Like you, yeah, you carp on someone. I don't know. You harp. No, you harp on them. It's like a I don't fish. know. I wouldn't want to be carped on by a fish, dude. Have you ever seen? Like carps get big, man. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to get carped you're, on. Yeah, That's you're like bothering someone. I don't know. <laughs> a large to be fair, bothering someone with a fish to someone, just hitting them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are in Cranefish Town now. There's absolutely going to be someone who wields a carp for a weapon. Like you guys are in for it. Just get slapped by fish. On it. <laughs> oh my god! So much pain right now, guys. <laughs> We've already created a nightmare version of this yeah. This, of, of this beloved intellectual property. How do this ties into our running games in Canada episode yeah. because it's, we just shit all over this. Like, massively. Yeah, everyone's childhood. My, my advice, my advice was, abandoned. my advice in that was just run it away from where the story is or, you know, before or after. And now I'm just going like, or just introduce blow and animal. <laughs> <laughs> really go off the rails with this, you know? Um, no. All right. So minks and rare animal trading. 
Um, so okay. uh, you said you dropped something. What did you drop? That is like so. Um, I'm o- I'm okay with con- or continuing. I'm okay with continuing the the tradition of I being a screw up. Uh, because one one of the things on my character history is what fragile trinket or heirloom do you keep and protect? Oh, no. no, and I'm thinking First like five minutes. my my dad's like daily badge or something along those lines. Oh, oh that's great! Should totally that's be right. something so that he had. Good. Yes, so good. dude, they are gonna be in fear of their lives, and then the five of us are gonna show up, and they're gonna be like, right. "Wait a minute, what?" <laughs> 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 oh, it's the greatest like ruse in all history. This is so good. Oh man, uh, that's great. Uh, so, um, so yeah, so okay, so you dropped your father's Dylee pendant. Um, yeah, but you guys wow. did discover that they are uh, both creating this smuggling net, like this network of smuggling tunnels, and you are also aware of the fact that they are doing something with exotic and rare animals. <clears throat> which absolutely gets Rue's attention. So yeah, um, some stuff's going down and you guys are at the moment uh, trying to figure out what you're going to do about it. But I think that's a perfect opportunity for Christian, your character to be sitting there and then like reach for the pendant and be like, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Oh. So, you know, we're sitting there and I don't know, kick it off. Someone kick, say something. Amber was it. starting. Yeah, go for it, Amber. Okay, I'm just going to notice that look on your face and be like, what did you do, Chuckle <laughs> <laughs> What did you do? Nothing. It was, it's gotta be here somewhere. Hold on. And I'm just gonna stand up and like look under the table and be like, move you fucking hick. And like wow. move your way out of the way. Wow. <laughs> like, well, that's not nice. <laughs> what are you looking for? We gone. can help. No. You left your driver's license, didn't you? <laughs> you just left your driver's license. <laughs> Fake driver's license. No, it was, I can't believe I lost it. My, my father does it have say, your name I, on it or are they gonna well, figure out who the fuck we are is it really that important would it have his name on it probably probably let's take a badge <laughs> I, 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 holy shit i <laughs> uh, i i i say everybody calm down it's we can uh we can we can find whatever we're looking for I, i'm gonna go grab some chamomile uh, tea for everyone I think we have bigger. No, you don't understand. I have to get dropped. that pendant back. You, you, you don't understand what it means. No, to I me. don't understand. But th- we just came across something huge. It has his identifying information on it. They can find us. They yeah. can find him. We. That's we're true. Sitting actually. next to him in public right now. That's fair. I I uh, <laughs> I want to scan. The, I want to scan the room as I go and get some chamomile tea for everybody. Because yes, uh, <laughs> the hammer over here is kind of making a scene. Chamomile uh, cabbage tea, specifically? Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, chamomile cabbage oh God, tea. That, that sounds, sounds good. Hard. No. <laughs> no. That sounds great. Um, I don't know if this is quite a roll as you're just kind of doing it, but why don't you roll me to just get, get the first roll out of the way. Um, sure. Roll me and assess the situation. <clears throat> okay. And then what? Uh, which trait do I add to that, if any? Yep. So it says when you assess the situation, roll with creativity. Okay. Let me know uh, what you get. Yep. Let me see. I just got to check what my uh, plus one and stuff is on that real quick. Yep. Creativity is a zero. So I get a nine. Okay. Um, so nice. it says here uh, on a seven to nine, ask one question from the list. It says, what here can I use to blank? Who or what is the biggest threat? What should I be on the lookout for? What's, what's my best way out in or through? 
or who or what is in the greatest danger? Um, I like the uh, what is the greatest threat. Okay. Um, so yeah, th- thank you the for fucking a- cabbage water. <laughs> yeah, um, like- <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> for, for a second, you look and it's just like green menu. liquid. No, but um, no, what you actually, um, thank you for setting me up there. You start looking out and you turn back with like a tray full of tea to go back to your friends. To be like everyone's gonna just calm down. You know what I mean? And walking up to up and down the street, you see familiar looking kind of, um, you know, whatever the, yeah, whatever the pseudo uniform these uh, mafia thugs were wearing that you guys saw last night going in and out and work like the workers, right? Like they all wear some kind of identifying marker. Um, we, we call them the Badger Mole Mafia. Do we have an idea for maybe what uh, identifying? They could be the Tiger Dillo triad or something. I, I, <laughs> I keep oh imagining something else when you say Tiger Dillo. I know. Dillo. I don't like Tiger yeah. Dillo. <laughs> What about Armagers? Armagers. Armagers. That's that meme with the girl with the goosebumps. Ermagerd. Yeah. <laughs> He's the Ermagerd king. Um, uh, anyway. I'm okay yeah. with sticking We're gonna... with Badger Mole. Like Badger Mole. We'll yeah. Badger mole. yeah, let's stay there. Let's stay away from Tiger Dildos. <laughs> he says very regretfully <laughs> meow oh my goodness what have we done um okay uh, i uh, so, so i see them walking by he said we're walking yes. up and down the streets well yeah you see like uh them in pairs and a pair of them are walking into the cabbage delicacies shop and uh, they open the door and like, you know, the bell rings and you just see the cabbage man. <laughs> like, and he just stands up with like a, he's like, what a good cabbage. And he goes, oh, customers. <laughs> and he's just like, uh, he goes, yes. How can I help you finest cabbages in all of Cranefish Town? What is it that I can do for you? And am I still at the counter right now? Uh, if you'd like, like to be. Yeah, I, I kind like of imagine the counter. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And these two walk in, they kind of survey the scene. Uh, I, I imagine I is just sitting there like this. You yeah, know, like kind of shielding his face or whatever. Um, and they're not so much paying attention for that, but they walk in and they just go like, I'm looking right at them. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, they don't they don't even clock you, uh, Ari, because they're just looking and they go like, all right, cabbage man, it's that time of the month. Pay up your yuan if you want protection. And then he just goes like, cabbage is uh, slow this time of year. And he goes like, I'm just going to need a little bit more time to uh, work up the yuan to get you guys your money. And then he like slams his fist on the table and one of the cabbages falls and he's like, he's about to say it. And they go, don't even say it. And he's like, okay. I I would like to uh, quietly uh, interject in this situation if I'm at the counter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I say, say, uh, gentlemen, um, I think there there must be some sort of um, miscommunication here. Uh, I say, uh, is there a danger? Is there something that uh, this gentleman needs protection from? Uh, yeah, and they just look at you and they look you up and down and they're just like, oh yeah, you haven't heard? Uh, some businesses have been getting windows smashed and shipments gone missing or you know, vandalism, burglary. But things are not so safe in this part of town sometimes. And you know, we just like to patrol the streets and make sure everybody's safe but we ask for a little bit of you know a little bit of money to to do oh my gosh part. can they wear like little peaky blinder hats that have like a white and black blaze on them like a badger stripe 
Yes, yes. they absolutely do. Absolutely do. Yep. Done. I say, I say, well, uh, in that case, it sounds like you are doing a very important service to the members of your community. I, uh, yeah, I we're, yeah, we're the, yeah, you know, us, we're, we're good guys. That's what we are. I, uh, I grab, uh, two of the, the chamomile cabbage, uh, teas from my tray and I say, <laughs> Uh, if you and this uh, proprietor have a prior arrangement to, um, if he pays for your services of protection, uh, you should try these. Um, I got these for my friends, but um, I think once you try them, you will be uh, rest assured that any sort of money that this gentleman will owe you, he will absolutely be able to gather quickly. So you're handing mm. them some cabbage tea? You betcha. Uh, one, of them, one of them looks at you and he's just like... Mm. Uh, uh so i again i don't think this is a role there is a plead but it specifically says if you plead with an npc who cares what you think please do not give a shit the devil is in the details who cares Um, what you think so um so troy i think uh one of the guys reaches out and grabs it and takes a sip and he's just like "Uh, no wonder you don't have our yuan this is terrible and the guy's just like what do you mean that's the purest cabbage i have and he's just like uh he just like spills it on his floor and he just goes two days you got two days and they turn and then before they get too far, they go, Oh, hold on a second. And uh, one of them pulls a little scroll out of his thing and uh, he unrolls it. And uh, he just goes like, any of you seen, uh, any of you seen this guy? And he turns it around and it's just a very poorly drawn picture of I <laughs> like very poorly, <laughs> just like, very poorly, like, like Flynn Rider entangled where it's just like, they got my nose all wrong. It's just, it's like a poorly drawn picture of I, and he's just like, any of you seen, uh, Seen this guy? And like what that other guy slowly is walking over to your guys' table. Why are you looking for him? Uh, the you, person you, sitting at the table with him. Why are you looking for him? Yeah, why are you looking for him? And then they just say like, um, oh, like we said, you know, we're the good guys. We're out here protecting our neighborhood and we have reason to believe that this guy. Uh, doesn't, you know, do, doesn't the city have guards? Yeah, but you know how it is. To, you know, at this point we're setting up a you know, the, the town's growing at too big of a pace to really be able to police itself. Does anybody really trust the police around here? And like the two of them look at one another like, <laughs> am I right? Who trusts the police? And I'll, I'll that, lean over and try to get a better look at the drawing. Be like, I, oh, the funniest no. part is I is probably like, yeah, who does trust the police? Fuck. <laughs> I, I, that's just what I was thinking. I want to start, I want to start like agreeing with these guys, but I don't want to draw attention. You know what though? So in that case, Amber, uh, Ari does see the picture and like, it probably doesn't look enough like oh, no. I to to put it together. If oh, you gosh. think these two are dumb. I think I I partied a little too hard maybe two or three nights ago. And I think I hooked up with that guy, very tiny dick. He was <laughs> staying at, and I'll insert name of this inn over there. Okay. I'm very embarrassed. Uh- <laughs> and then uh, one of the guys just looks at you and just goes like, ugh. He goes like. Just you know, not like, my greatest moment. And he goes like, yeah, I wouldn't think Worse so. Worse for he him, goes, though. <laughs> uh, and then he just like looks around and he's like, uh, all right, well, I guess we should go check out that inn. He goes, thank you very much for your help, everybody. And he goes, and then they turn back to the cabbage man. They're like, two days. Um, are you guys just going to let them walk out? Che, did you want to further your questions? No, no. She just tells the cabbage guy to not pay these people. I will, start, I will start cleaning up the cabbage tea that was I, spilled on the floor. I was going to say, um, Rue was going to, once things had kind of cooled down, sneak around 
and just water bend all the spilled tea back into a cup and give it back to the cabbage merchant. Oh, and maybe oh. while I grabbed a rag, you were like, let yeah. me help you. And she just. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Um, Solid. Those guys leave. I'll just look at eye and hold up like one pinky. With <laughs> like a shit eating grin. <laughs> you, saw, you saw one of them made a note on it and he was just like, all right, this in small Tiny dick. penis. <laughs> yeah. I I looks at you and he's like, what? listen, don't judge things you don't know because I'll have you know that back in mm-hmm. Bison Sing, I was known as the Girthquake. Oh my beloved franchise. You guys are doing what you did to suggest to me with Avatar. This is my tomorrow appears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's painful, right? Oh no. Um, she's just like nodding, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. I'm sure all of your friends agreed. All of your friends and siblings agreed. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh God. Uh, well, whatever. Uh, Rue uh, is up with, with the, the merchant and, you know, puts all the stuff together and just kind of pushes it over to him and just goes, have they, have they been giving you trouble? I'm so sorry. He, uh, he looks and he just goes like, well, yes and no. I mean, they do protect uh, the shop from trouble, but it does seem to be that they would be the trouble they're protecting me from. It's I a like simple fee. Well, does, does, would Rue happen to have any money on her? Um, yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't think <laughs> yeah, that's what you, I'm concerned about. Yeah, I don't think any of you have a lot of, I think it's called Yuan, I think is what they call it. Um, yeah. In Cora. You're telling but, me um, I'm not rolling in money? No, actually, I was going to say, Che, uh, not only do I think you probably have a good amount of money, we were supposed to talk about this. Don't you have, like, a tech crew, like, somewhere in the town? Like, didn't yeah, you say yeah. you had, like, a... That's what I was hoping for. Yeah, so um, whenever you want, you could, we could talk about the fact that you have some, like, underlings that probably are here with you to help with your hopeful business ventures. <clears throat> yeah, they're but, probably uh, working somewhere. They're probably not here. Yeah. Actually, uh, I will say this, one of the most uh, prominent uh, locations in Cranefish Town, even at this stage of its development, is uh, what is called the Earth and Fire Refinery. Mm-hmm. And it is a joint Fire Nation and Earth Kingdom, kind of like it was a Fire Nation person and an Earth Kingdom person. It's actually Toph's father. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, between oh, Earth bending, between Earth, <laughs> Kitty, <laughs> um, between earth bending and fire bending, and then they bring water benders in on it. Basically, it, it creates a very effective uh, refinery for ore and minerals. Oh, that's perfect. Um, and it's, yeah, and it's built over like this big crystal depository. And it's like basically why everybody is moving to Cranefish Town. There is business and industry to be had. There's a lot of industrial warehouses for the ships that are coming in and out. And um, there's these refineries, and there's all of these, you know metalworking places and things like that. So that is kind of like the industry that is happening, which eventually turns into the Cora era, 1920s New York feel. Um, gotcha. That's perfect. Yeah. They're probably yeah. there. That's probably yeah. where we work most of the time. Um, so yeah. Um, however, yeah. So that's probably where they're at at the moment. So that's just an important place to yeah. note. Um, yeah. Rue is counter. Rue is poor. Uh, she probably <laughs> has like nothing. Um, 
So she'll just kind of nod a little and just, well, if I happen to come across anything, I'll bring it your way. They really shouldn't be treating you like that, friend. The first I've really caught the accent. Love it. Um, <laughs> he just looks at I probably says, like, has a little bit of money. Would, would you say? I'm sorry. Go, go no. Yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, no. I think he looks at you, Rue, and he just says, like, that's so nice of you. He goes, like, you know, he says, I've had pretty bad luck with my cabbage, uh, it, my cabbage empire in the past, but um, he says, I think I think this place is really going to turn it around. He goes, um, just he goes. All I ask is for you know you to be a, a customer that enjoys herself some of my wonderful cabbage creations. And he goes, would you like an on the house cabbage cookie? <gasps> that sounds delicious. I mean, I was so impressed with the latte, I couldn't even taste the dirt. Not like back home. <laughs> and he just says, I am quite thorough about cleaning <laughs> my cabbages. She's so wholesome. I love. It. <laughs> she just like she just kind of like does the little like bow and then just comes back to the table and just turns around and she just has a giant cookie in her hands and she looks stoked yeah it's like if you it's like if you sliced a cabbage like a full cabbage head and you slice it real thin and then just like baked it and like that's what the cabbage cookie is it just looks like with sprinkles but with yeah like (laughs) like sprinkles on it she has no idea what sprinkles are but she's enthused right um Um, I, so I, 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 to, I is oh go ahead. I just wanted to ask the uh, proprietor if um if he knows if multiple businesses are being uh you know hassled in such a way. Uh yeah, he says like kind of this whole dockside kind of neighborhood, like in the lower like dock kind of areas of the town, um are less frequently um you know patrolled by the city guard by the city police, um as it's still kind of winding its way into a well-functioning system. And so mm-hmm. they mostly get their protection from uh, the gentleman with the funny hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this always he, happens. He, Don uh, Rashawn is a bottom feeder. They come in and hassle the poor, punch down instead of up. It's pathetic, really. It's because the police are probably crooked. Probably. I mean, Director Shu was there, so... I mean, someone's definitely crooked in here. I don't know how far it goes. Oh, it's probably Gangpei Bo. He's he's in the police force. He's very very crooked man. Trust me. Well, how do you know him? Oh, I I know him from where I grew up. Just just very dishonest man. Just frames innocent people and ruins their lives and careers. It's awful. He gives some money to the cabbage man. (laughs) And and he and he says, you know, I'm sorry, friend, that uh, you know what's happening here, all these foreigners coming into our country and bringing their filth and their crime with them. Oh, I look shit. At, I look at you and I say, that was very kind of you to give the cabbage man money. You like reinforce <laughs> only the parts of the behavior you approve of. Targeted. That's all I Good said. job, being nice. Yeah. Yeah, We're here um, to better the Earth Nation, I just want to note. What's that? We're here to better the Earth Nation, kind of bring you up to speed. <laughs> so... The occupying for the past hundred years, that was part of the bettering too. Um, we're, we're here to have all the nations work together, remember? <laughs> Everyone working together in harmony. Yeah, and yeah, these Let people us. are are stealing from both the city and the people here. I want to go back real quick. <laughs> I'm just listening to this conversation like, hmm. <laughs> um, I want to go back real quick because I do think that this is actually relevant. Um, I think that um, I want to see if this is a move that PCs can do to one another. 
But I think that Arulo tried to shift. Uh, Ooh, call him out. A eyes balance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shift me yeah. to care. Because I did. I took. I took one. I took one. I moved myself one towards force. Yeah, uh, I'm still. Yeah, I'm still learning the triggers for the moves in this game. So mm-hmm. I apologize. <laughs> I might be a little slow on it. Um, but I'm trying my best. Um, and to be fair, I didn't strike first because you. Uh, you were you were Just being shit on everybody earlier, so you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that is under balance moves. Um, so yeah, I think that that would be him trying to shift your balance towards, um, what are the two of yours? They're, um, uh, I have care and force. Obviously yeah. care. Yeah. He tried yeah, to push so you more yeah, towards and care. I, and I'm right now plus one towards force. So, uh, so yeah, do right. you try to resist? Oh, this is specifically says resist an NPC. Uh, so, so I don't think it works. Okay. Um, That's okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to listen to him. He's just a freaking weenie. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, I would you also lost like the war, to, man. Right, loser. A, I don't listen to a, losers who lose wars. I, I would like to. Uh, I would like to kind of, as we're assessing the situation and trying to decide what to do. Uh, I'm, I'm mostly being quiet and, and uh, you know, providing tea and stuff. Uh, but I will definitely take the opportunity when it's perfect to say, "Where weeds take up root, no flowers can grow." We must do something about these seeds of discourse and destruction being sown in the city <laughs> yeah fuck those seeds of discourse sorry discord <laughs> discord <laughs> um, what did i say discourse discourse yeah. those seeds of uh, conversation yeah. <laughs> yeah i meant discord my bad i, I would know. totally I agree with i that. should not have called I, the character that. Not i'm sorry me. Yeah. Yeah. um yeah that's gonna get confusing uh Christian. it's the painkillers no and when I said, and when I mentioned weeds, I look at, uh, I look at Sarah's character and I go, no offense. That's all right. Weeds grow everywhere. Dandelion's <laughs> a weed and flower. Exactly. What is the conversation we're having right now? Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I think we got distracted. Yeah. Right. So anyway, um, what are we going to do? I need to get my medallion back. And obviously we all want to get to the bottom of what's going on in those tunnels for different reasons. So what are we doing? Let's hang around the docks area at night, wait for these guys to show up and start smashing some windows. Is that something you do a lot? Take their funny hats and then (laughs) sneak into the tunnels. I mean. I don't don't know if violence is the answer here. We could set a trap for them. (sighs) I mean, if you're quick, you don't have to beat them up. You can just grab the hats. Then you have to kind of put them somewhere no, we so can totally take them anyway their bosses i say the i say the biggest ally that we have in this is the community that is founded here i say the the men that came in and harassed this shopkeeper were not subtle uh if they are doing this to all of the shops in this area i am sure that the community is aware of their presence and does not appreciate it if we can maybe rally the community together uh perhaps there'll be a have... distraction while we sneak into the tunnels well, also, some people, <laughs> just some people down. already got hurt, and we don't want that to happen to anyone else. If the community gets too involved, they might get, you know, another accident, whether it's on purpose or not. There to be fair, Don Michon's Michon's people are idiots. <laughs> they're, not, they're not particularly good at what they do, so I do feel if we get a two-to-one odds the common cabbage shopsmen can take them. <laughs> even, love, if there, even if there is corruption in the city, there there are surely those who are uh, 
you know, who have a just course. Uh, I'm sure if we get enough of the community behind this, they will see reason and understand that something must be done. I mean, I what just are you going to do like make a flyer, you know, sing a song mm. and walk down the street. Is that what you're going to do? What happened to you? I said, we will. I mean, people to- do love flyers. <laughs> if we spread a flyer, like meeting all business owners, this warehouse. I just, I just, <laughs> I feel like we need more information and I just don't know how much the community will know. Right. I, I like the idea of talking to Don Michon's men and kind of questioning him and see how far this goes. We have a couple of I mean, it goes all the way to the city council. That's, that's what my dad used to that's do. That's where it goes. <laughs> what did you say, can... I? I said, let, I said, let's, let's just grab a and slap them around. That's what my dad used to do. We got a waterbender. We can, we can waterboard. <laughs> yes. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, we can't, we can't know how much the um, community knows unless we ask. Um, perhaps <clears throat> that would be a worthwhile endeavor. The only other concern is if there are people in the community that do know that are part of the team, I mean, they might get a chance to warn others. Well, I believe uh, they already have a badge that identifies one of us. So uh, hmm, they already kind of have the advantage there. <laughs> That's if they found it. No, it's, it's clearly nobody anywhere near me. That I mean, that was a horrible picture. Now know, they're looking for someone. We know they're looking for someone who's under endowed. So it's it's clearly not me. What if we go at this from the other end instead of starting at the bottom here with the low level street toughs and the poor business owners? We go straight to Director Shu's mansion, stake it out, break in, turn his shit over, find out what he's doing with the animals or the profits. What nation is Director Shu from? That's such an airy thing. Oh no, let's just go right to his. <laughs> let's, just, let's go right to his house yeah. and fuck his ledger. Eat stuff. the rich. Um, <clears throat> uh, I think Director Shu. I think I said was a waterbender. Oh yeah, I'm all for this plan then. Yeah, that's she. This she. I like the way this one thinks most of the time. As I think. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the is the plan might not be bad. So is the plan for you guys to go to the counselor uh planning director shoes uh, yeah let's go let's go stake out his estates see, get an idea for his security see if any of the uh any of these shady badger hair badger hat characters come by at all if they're really that stupid to like actually be in uniform when they visit him um and just uh kind of see what his defenses are and if it looks like we can get inside at night and see so, maybe if he has like an animal fighting ring under his house or at least ledgers where that tracks some profit or delivery or anything like that. Other names. Underground mink fighting. Uh, the, the shoe guy, the, he's, he is a public figure, right? Yeah. He's one of the uh, current counselors, like the people in charge of uh, sure. developing Crayfish Town. Okay. So even if he is potentially corrupt, he is still under a ton of public scrutiny under the Correct. public eye. Correct. So I look at all of you and uh, I, uh, I come back from the uh, bar after hearing the plan. And I say, uh, the best way to gain entry into somebody's home is by bringing a sincere gift. And I have a basket of cabbage cookies. <laughs> all right. The doorman right. is probably going to take that and say he's going to deliver it to Director Shu. 
But if we hit with two points of entry, that might help. Oh, yeah. Split the party. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think. Love that shit. If you're going to go with that, too, maybe you should include a note so he gets a little spooked. We know what you're trying to. to be neighborly. And we're watching. And you guys you. are trying to make me a distraction. No, we don't, we don't want to make him plans. paranoid before we get in. That'll just sure. tighten his security. Mm-hmm. Troy, you're the traditional paladin of a DD party where they're just like, you go over there so the rogue can do their thing. Right. <laughs> I'm like trying to be neighborly and be like, there is a better way. <laughs> you're like, we can just ask. And I'm like, just be- you can ask and I can scuttle in through the chimney. <laughs> uh, you want to break into his place? Yeah. And find out what he's doing with the money. Yeah. Or, like or the animals themselves. Are. I don't know if he's just skimming from the profits or if mm. he is facilitating um, meetups or if he is actually doing something directly with the animals. Could we perhaps but we could see perhaps what find we can... out if we toss his office. Can we perhaps see what we can learn without breaking the law first? Will you give me this? Will you give me this opportunity? Please have have faith. <laughs> you know, I kind okay. of I also kind okay, of like Okay, let's okay. Our first outing will be purely information gathering. I will not enter the building. I will, however, be looking all around it and through windows and stuff while you bring your cookies. Bring your cookies. And Arulo, I think it's not a bad idea to gather the community and when the time comes to kind of oust Director Shu. If he's a public figure, then that can't be good that he's kind of in nefarious acts if like people if, he, know if he is yes if he is corrupt and if he is um connected to this i don't think we need to keep using the word if he was down there with don michon oh he's definitely one of the corrupt. grossest bo- bottom feeders that exist in the criminal underworld <laughs> <laughs> i'm not familiar with the criminal underworld well i am so take my expertise on it don michon is shit hmm. Good news is he's not very good at his job. So <laughs> we should be back here in two days, though, at, at the minimum. I, I don't. I think uh, we need to. Um, uh, when I say that, I mean like I want to be back in this spot in two days. So whatever right, it is we're so. doing, I would like to be back. We at can this stop shop a window smashing days. spree if there. Yeah, if one should occur. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's so, fine. Let's let's make initial contact. Scout. See what you learn from your legal above the table contact. And when it fails to be enough, we'll go with my plan. Yeah. Maybe he'll invite you in for tea. I look at you uh, and I say, um, thank you for trusting me. Well, so, you know, I sometimes rushing is not the greatest plan. It does pay to do homework sometimes. So I'll just do a little homework first. All right. So. Is everybody on board with this? You're going to stake out the counselor's estates, uh, the, the planning director's estates, and you're going to uh, let Arulo... And I am using, here's the plan. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually going to say, like, Amber, how fat, how soon before you just completely go, nope, I'm going in. We'll, we'll play it by ear. Oh, okay. Well, I'm a seat of my pants kind of gal. I see these opportunities we, we... as they arise. <laughs> are, is anybody else going in with me, or is it just I'd, me? Yeah. I'd like to go with Arulo. Ooh, is anybody else going with me? Anybody at all? <laughs> I do not want to break into this person. Um, if you ask Rue to go, she will go. Mm. I mean, uh, I, I think, will uh, also happily take Rue to snoop around because should I get caught, 
Rue is so genuine that I don't think she'll even have to lie to divert suspicion. She'll just be like, I was looking at your shrubs here in the garden. And I'll be like, that's actually true. <laughs> We're fine. I mean, <laughs> she was looking at shrubs and I was checking the locks on your windows. <laughs> like, uh, Arulo and Che are both Fire Nation. So, I mean, like you two being together uh, in a you know we're very different fire nation but yeah yeah but i mean like you can you can both kind of like put on a coordinated front um the two of you with rue it's not that it's weird but i mean like it would be a yeah that's fine we can do that 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 makes sense and then i I, are you uh i wants to go with kind of wants to go with ari but she's probably gonna ditch him i don't know also Seven for here's the plan. And who is who are you working the plan out with? Are you working the plan out with uh, with I or Rue? I mean, this particular plan is Arulo. No, I mean, I think it's. I don't think. I'm just. It doesn't super specify. I don't think it specifies that has to be one other person. I think everyone here was at the table and part of the plan. So Hmm. yeah, I'm cool with that. that Counts for everyone right now. I'm cool with that. Yeah, we'll just have to make sure that like fictionally, like. You can't aid someone if, like, you can't see them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. I have to be able to mm. physically perform. But at least this way, like, uh, yeah. If I run into way. him, come around the front because they're having trouble, I can help him or something. Ex- or, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so we flash forward. Um, we. Uh, so, yeah, you got a seven and nine, so you hold two. And you got a seven, you said, right? Yeah, I got a seven. I just okay. made it. All right, cool. So, yeah, you have two. By the uh, skin two of my focus. <laughs> um two to use there um and so yeah we cut the scene to um to it is you know sunset sunsetting and it's getting a little darker out i think you said you're going at night so troy arulo and che are uh at a gated at this point cranefish town isn't crazy like it's not going to be like this crazy estate like there would be in like 20 25 years from now um but he has a very nice piece of property up on a hill over the, you know, over the bay area where uh, Cranefish Town is. And you can see that he has like a gated little uh, compound with the, his house in it and stuff like that. So uh, when you guys approach, you do see that there appear to be a small like group of patrol guards kind of just doing rounds. Sure. But they're specifically not wearing the police uniforms of uh, Cranefish Town. Uh, before okay. we go in, private mm-hmm. guards. It looks like private guards. Arulo, what are you planning on asking him? I, uh, hmm. That is a good question. <laughs> I, I look at you, uh, and I go, um, you are of a, you are of a noble family, are you not? I am. Thank you for noticing. I say, so, um, you are you are probably uh, much more well versed in um, the idiosyncrasies of uh, a man such as this. Um, I think you might have some great insights, uh, and I think uh, I think maybe you should start uh, the questions, uh, and I will be here to uh, support you. Hold the cookies. <laughs> if we go in and talk to him, though, I will probably straight out just ask him what he is doing underground in the caves. Mm, we- that's we do terrible. we do need we do need to uh we do need to work subtlety in here because he is a powerful man and um, talk about your factory and the factory and businessy shit and uh we're and not here to I, just I, be a distraction well actually i think we discussed this last time but then I once believe... you start the conversation in a place that is expected and normal I mean, you, you, you were there steer you... it toward information yeah. do you know anything about something? Jay, 
Che, I actually think we discussed this in session zero. You've you've spoken to director Shu about setting up a contract, but yeah, but he specifically Uh, told you that, yeah, but he specifically told you that he couldn't Mm. cut you in on anything because his hands were tied up in contracts. Mm, That was Wink, wink. You know what I mean? Like, oh, sorry, I'm all tied up in in other contracts. And the whole, and we were there because of the collapsed tunnels. Um, Yeah. And your whole point was to talk to him there about, hey, I could do a good job. So that's a really good in, actually. Yeah, so yeah, now that, you're bringing that, him yeah, something else in. to re, re-discuss, like re-negotiate. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to recheck everything cookies. I said, and then I'm going to insert cookies. that. Yeah. And, then, okay. and then I will also say that I am uh, thankful that you are here with me tonight. I'm just going to walk forward. <laughs> awesome. Perfect. Ladies first. All right. I will split off with my crew in a different direction. Benders with me. <laughs> so, uh, yes. So, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I know, right? I don't bend, but I got minions that do. That's right. Minions. Yeah. Somehow you're calling the shots, Thank right? Thank God I'm not there. Because um, the whole time we're walking there, I is on this whole thing where he's like, you know, I don't know what gave you that impression, but it's not small. <laughs> I like, oh just pat him on the back like there, there. wounded his pride oh he has something God. to prove now um so i'm trying to think if there's like a so you guys got the lay of the land um you guys looked how about this you guys are aware of the patrol the private guards air quotes mm-hmm. uh that are going around the compound uh of director shoes house um estates how about one of you can give me and assess the situation um or if you think that you know you've gotten the lay of the land enough that you want to um i'm trying to think of like i would like you to describe how you get into the estate without getting caught you know what i mean oh this is what the so other half yeah it's so it's walled is the wall yes. um metal is it brick is it like brick posts with metal like hmm, i think it's mostly i think it's mostly stone like yeah like brickwork mm-hmm. earth so because yeah, you're in the earth kingdom technically that's like mm-hmm. it, you know so can i earth might bend have a metal yeah i was gonna th- i was gonna say yeah. earth bending might be an option have i seen i successfully earth bend in a way that leads me to believe he is capable of making an opening and then closing it and not having it look like shit <laughs> Yeah, I was the one who got us out of there, though. I called up a wall to save us when they were chasing yeah. us. I screwed um, things up. That's different initially. than making the wall match previous masonry. <laughs> I can do, I can do, I, listen, I can do a very can good you? job with this. I absolutely can. Yeah, is this I is actual definitely experience capable. talking, or is this, I don't have a tiny I penis talking? come from a... <laughs> do, I, do you need to see it right now? Is that what you want? <laughs> no, uh, please guys, we are not me. playing this kind of game. I'm cutting to black right now, and you guys are going to tell me how you get into this space. <laughs> so, so, so he's like, I come from a very long line of earthbenders, and we know what we are doing, okay? Anyway, stand back. <laughs> okay. And he's just like, Okay, well, what? I'm going to... Gonna... You're just going to watch me? It's weird with you watching. No, I'm going to climb to the top of the wall and I'm going to peek through and make sure we find a section of wall where there's not a shit ton of people hanging out. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, now, all right. fucking give me a boost. I'm just going to use you like the furniture you are. <laughs> yeah. oh my Get God. down on your hands and knees and step on his back oh. to peek over the wall. Oh my wow. You guys yeah. do have like a I hippopotamus think... or something. I think oh, no, I she, did not, oh, she, she did, did not bring him. Oh, she didn't bring him. And then the hippopotamus. Oh. Oh, like, oh, she put him in like the equivalent of like a stables and oh. made sure that he had a really good food and she she bought another cookie is it the cabbage did, did, you, did you give him a lot of cabbage in case you need to like put oh, he probably loves cabbage rue spent all of her money on cabbage to just give to chumpy 
And just and to help make sure Chubby had a good house. And y'all, Chubby yeah. is the escape hippopotamus, okay? Right. <laughs> right. I would give some money. I would probably have given some money to support Chubby's cabbage habit. The yeah, Chubby Fund. Oh my God. Yeah. That's the one that, that brings like us all together. None of us want to see cute and rare animals abused or skinned yep. or exploited. It's what you, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Chumbies so, invested okay. in this book. <laughs> so I just like, they do make nice scarves. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, all right. Here's the all thing. Right. You're going to scout. So I'm going to assess the situation. I'm going to sure. step on yes. I and peek over the wall and try to find a section of wall that will not be super fucking obvious to the guards when he opens it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Roll plus creativity. Fuck, that is a five. All looks oh, all no. clear to me. <laughs> or oh, no. yeah, I think what happens see. is <laughs> yeah, I think you poke your head up over the the wall. Yeah, let me see. Uh, I think that what happens is no, you know what? I think I is trying to prove something. So he's just like, "Is it, are you high enough?" And he like lifts you up, and you just go right over the top of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys make a big old noise and then sure enough uh, uh around the other side of the wall where i and rue are you just hear a guard go like hey did i just hear somebody and they pull out like a baton and uh they begin walking in the direction of rue and uh oh, oh, that's shit. the other side of the wall oh fuck <laughs> yeah 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 they're on the outside so rue and all right i'm gonna I open a hole there. can i earthbend open the wall pull us through and close it up Yep, sounds like you are relying on your skills and training. So go ahead and oh, roll shit. plus focus, which oh, you're good God, at, I believe. What... No, I'm not good at. Oh, you're bad at that one. Okay. I'm bad at that one. Oh, yeah. I'm bad at his skills. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, oh, no, dangerously. Bold of you I to have, assume he have, has skills and no training. No walls can stop me, I know, right? I have walls can't hold me. Mm-hmm. Dangerously you smash your way through walls with passion. But yeah. that wouldn't that would not conceal our <laughs> blow the <Okay>. wall up. <laughs> All right, I'm going. I'm doing it with a minus one. Here goes nothing. Like we were supposed to not break any laws, as we just commit like vandalism on a massive scale. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh! Nine, a nine. Hey, um, yep. Here's what I'm going to say, Rue. Is there any way you can think that you could help him to give him a plus one uh, to make it a ten? I know he's earthbending, but yeah, I was like, ooh, earthbending. Um, I mean, because at the moment, what when he's done, it's going to be imperfect, like his like reconstruction of the wall or something. Are there like vines going up the wall, like beautiful vines, decorative vines going up the wall? Uh, we could say there are. That's helpful. Get rid of the footprints in the mud, maybe. I was gonna say she can. Um, she can kind of. I was either thinking a use some like try and like muddy up some dirt to kind of patch the holes or like it was like get rid of the footprints and just make it general muddy ground. Yeah. I think that, I think you could smooth it over. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like the ground and stuff like that. Yeah. So the two of you, like you see him starting to put it back together, like really hastily and you see like, it's not great. So you're just like, hold on. And you're like, you know, mud, <laughs> cover it, you know, you know, mud. So, uh, <laughs> so I believe when you help, it says take one fatigue to give a um, yep. an ally plus one. So you're going to mark Sounds the good. first fatigue of the series. Uh, um, They're going to suck us dry. Oh, and you know what? Actually, Amber, I would like Aerie to take fatigue too, just to represent like you hitting the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're going to take <laughs> one fatigue. Uh, not a lot, just enough that like you're like, ow. Um, and at the moment, now you guys are inside the compound. And on the other side, you just hear like, huh. that was weird. 
and uh, and he begins to walk back away. And the three of you are now on the other side. We still have because it's a cartoon. We still have Aerie just like on her face, and she's like slowly scorpion just, like, to just roll the rest of the way over. <laughs> um, and that's when we cut back to at the front at the front gates. Um, Arulo and Chen. Not even in yet. I'm like, no. thank you for trusting me and giving me a chance. These assholes are all already <laughs> on the other go, side. Go, go. Um, so the two of you are at the front gates, and there's two uh, two people post posted up there, and they look at you and you uh, approach. And uh, he looks over and he goes like, "Did he tell you he was expecting anybody?" And the other guy just goes like, uh, "Not that I know, of, but he's a busy man." I look at them and I say, "Good evening, gentlemen." Uh, we have come uh, bearing the finest uh, cabbage cookies uh, for, <laughs> uh, for in, what is it, Inspector Shoe? Director. Director, director Shoe. Shoe. It's like, if you director knock on my door again, I will have you arrested for grounds right and, there. The and I say, uh, I say it is, uh, it is both a, uh, um, a visit of business and uh, pleasure. We wish to discuss um, further developments with, um, what was it again? And I defer to... Uh, Yes, we have very important business discussing the reconstruction of the fallen tunnels in a better, more efficient way. They arch their eyebrows to one another, like the hell, like, uh, and then they look at one another and they just say, like, "All right, uh, one moment." And um, yeah, like you see one of them turn back around and like look up to the thing and like yeah, thumbs up and they uh, click open the door. and sure enough, yeah, like they earthbend. Basically, it's like a perfect wall, right? Um, so like there is no door, but like you can see like where like there'd be an arch to be one. And like mm-hmm. one of them like stomps his foot and like the thing just goes and the door opens oh, up. So cool. Leading to um leading to the uh estate's front door. And it's kind of like an open um front courtyard kind of thing. Um do do they leave? Do they leave the front gate and walk us, or does someone else pick up pick us up and walk us to the front door? Um, basically, there's like a pathway that you're supposed to stay on. So like they open it, they say like just follow up to the the door, okay. you'll be greeted. So and then when you're tell, in, they I, close it behind you. I I tell the man before we go in that he that you are very exceptional at earthbending. I'm sure that Director Shu is uh, very happy to have you as part of his team. <laughs> he just uh, he like once again just like kind of looks at you like the hell is wrong with these people you're just so nice like nobody's this nice so they're all very suspicious okay thank you uh and so you guys walk up and uh, are greeted at the front door again with the cabbage cookies you present them and the other guy just says like he'll be in his study uh give us a moment and we'll let him know that you're there and they let you in and yeah like he has a very nice uh, very nice estate here in Cranefish Town. You can mm. see when you walk in, there's a lot of um, items and things like that from their uh, their water tribe, you know, like their home. So they have like a bunch of cool like fishing things and like furs and, and you know, like sleds and skis and stuff like that, like adorning their walls and their hallways. Can I, can I make a, um, can I make another, um, I, I would like to look around. I'm trying to find out more about who this person is on a genuine level. I would like to, you know, basically based on your description, I'm thinking that they might have some value in their in their history or their tribe or their people, um, mm-hmm. right? This guy is the director of a community. So mm-hmm. even if he's corrupt now, at least at one point in theory, he, he really did care about the people that he served. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to pick out maybe an item or an object or a picture or something like that that I could later reference to appeal to that compassion. 
Yeah, I'm not even gonna make you roll for this. I think that you notice that he's from the um, Northern Water Tribe. Um, he is from a very, uh, let me just double check. I think the Northern Water Tribe is um, the one that Saka and- I think see. they are, yeah. Um, yeah. Is that right? Saka and Korth, yeah, they're from the Northern Water Tribe. Okay. Um, cousins of Evan, or actually, I think they might, they might be from the Southern. Oh, really? The Northern Water Tribe looks like the one that is like crazy built up. Yeah, that's where she went to go learn. Her oh, water that's where she went to travel to. So he's from the much more like, not militarist, militaristic, but like way more protected and big and um, okay. traditional. I mean, that's fine. That, that, yeah. that can also give me things to play on. Perhaps he's less yeah. about the compassion of people, but more about the duty to protect people. He might also be the less friendly to Fire Nation uh, water tribe. You know what I mean? Like, yes. because they fought a pretty brutal battle, you know, when the, the, I think that was the Battle of the Black Sun or whatever it was called, like where they mm-hmm. attempted to blot out the sun and uh, or the moon, blot out the moon so that the water vendors couldn't use their powers and stuff. Perhaps so, yeah. he can offer us forgiveness for our past transgressions and we can eventually do the same. All right. So, yeah, uh, eventually you are led in. Uh, do you have any questions, Che? Or are you just kind of taking in the surroundings? No. Nope, sizing just, this guy up? Just kind of walking in. Do they let you have your bazooka and do they let me have my sword? <laughs> Question. Uh, your sword is probably fine. Um, <laughs> the bazooka, I need to ask a question about like, what does it look like? They, you know, yeah, they, they might not know what the fuck that is. Yeah, they might not know what the bazooka actually is, but I don't know. Like, what I guess is that? A roll of wrapping paper? I know. It, it probably just looks something? like a like a long kind of thin like that's thin that's <laughs> like a like, when, when i imagine a bazooka a bazooka's like probably a like huge laser right? range finder like, it's probably like thin like rpg like it's not thin. <laughs> but you need to reevaluate your definition of the word thin, thin or a bazooka i'm almost thinking like i mean if that's how big you want it to be i was thinking it's almost like this long thin like cane that you can like scope with you know what oh, i mean like and then like thin. You know what I mean? Like, and it just kind of like almost like a hyper like focus, like a blowgun, like sort of? the biggest, yeah, like like a big uh, like, like, like a, a huge... quake. <laughs> I was gonna say, if Shay says you have a big dick, I'll believe, I'll believe her. No. Oh. <laughs> I'll believe her. Okay. No. Like, this is no. thin. I'm like, okay, Shay's not I need, big dick. I need, a, I need challenge a challenge accepted. <laughs> I need a buzzer so bad for this group where I just be. You know what I mean? Like, Our DMs after I mean, dark like, dick jokes are shtick. That's true. That's true. I actually uh, almost yeah, opened okay. one. Okay. I almost opened an episode with uh, DMs after dark. Uh, not those kinds of DMs. No dick pics, just dick jokes. I was going to say <laughs> that. <laughs> but here we are. We ruined it. We tried to be wholesome. <laughs> that is also and we shit all over that. Here we are. Yeah. Hey, I have been nothing but wholesome this entire this episode. True. Sarah, I'm trying. I'm trying. I, I can't. I, I can only do so much. No, I like I like the idea of maybe like a long cane or like a staff, kind of like a short staff situation, like a walking stick. Okay. Yeah, and it makes it classy too. But now we're thirty, (laughs) y'all. Well, some of us. Yeah. Sarah's Sarah still 11 and, uh, and Christian's Christian, like 80. Christian just got accepted to the AARP. So I did. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> we sent him. I get discounts now. I go to, to dinner at four. Back, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all right. Okay. Enough of that. Uh, we, um, yeah, we get the scene of you guys with director's shoe. Um, he allows you into his study and he has like 
lot like tons and tons of site maps like site plans and layouts and things like that of the city itself topographical maps of um the bay and this section of the western earth kingdom basically a lot of plans for how they're thinking about developing cranefish town into a a larger city and like the big plans that they have for industrializing and all of this stuff and he doesn't even bother to clean it all up he just lets you all in unless the two of you in uh he tells his his guards who are the, the indoor guards are both waterbenders it appears um and they let you in and uh he sees you and he just says like Ah, Miss Zen, uh, hello again. Uh, I'm sorry to say that despite the issues, I don't see an opening for any new business endeavors, but what is it I owe the pleasure of your company? I mean, I've come for exactly that, Director Shu. Clearly, whoever you went with has been a disastrous mistake given the latest accident. I've it come is... to offer mine and my family's technology again to try and reconstruct a better, more efficient tunnel system. We have also brought cookies. <laughs> yes, looks- we have also brought cookies. <laughs> and I go ahead and- <laughs> She and said I- that's so good of a, yeah, I also brought cookies. <laughs> that was perfect. Excellent. A gift. Uh, <laughs> a gift. <laughs> she throws it in his face. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, before I have you roll for anything, I want to see where this conversation goes. He looks at you and he just says like, it is indeed unfortunate what uh, what has happened. Uh, More however, than unfortunate, disastrous. People were injured and harmed. He says, this is true. He says, um, this is what happens. He says, uh, as you know, I am from the Northern Water Tribe and uh, my people are very adept at controlling the redirection of water. We have been working on creating an aqueduct system and, you know, like uh, water filtration. And like, he explains like, a lot of like infrastructure things that, his people have been working on. He says, the Earth uh, Earth Nation, the Earth Kingdom Bending Company that we did our work with is known as the Broken Earth uh, Construction Company. And he says, <laughs> yeah, and he says, uh, yes, he says, ooh, terrible, yes. that Definitely not unionized. Yeah, he says, maybe I should have seen that coming, actually. Uh, very well. Uh, he goes, however, he goes, this I cannot turn. Cranefish City. Are we not moving towards a more united, integrated, working environment of course we are but you're the water nation you're working with the earth nation why not involve the fire nation he says oh well there he says there's a fire nation member of our council however at the moment he is dealing with tensions up in the fire nation colonies to the north uh he says some uh unfortunate um responses to your continued presence have uh, made things difficult in other uh potentially unified establishments and settlements he says here uh, i can see if potentially there's anything i can do with the budget but unfortunately he says i'm not sure exactly what your company could bring to uh this endeavor especially now that it seems pretty solely to be an earth bending type problem i mean we work with metals and reinforcing kind of structures clearly whatever they bent or bend didn't hold up he says very well that is true we do have the refinery in town which i believe we are working out um he says that is that is the private business of the broken earth company but uh he says i believe that they are working on establishing a trade with the uh the earth and fire refinery for for metal pieces however if you believe that maybe you can make a better deal perhaps your 
more promising option would be to negotiate sales of your metal with the Broken Earth Construction Company. Hmm. I'll take that into consideration. Hmm. <laughs> if you don't have a job for me in the uh, tunnel system, perhaps you have another job in the city where my company and our talents or the Zen family can be of use. He, uh, he smirks and he says, I do believe there are ambitious plans for uh, reinforcing much of the city with metal for a um, experimental new uh, group of metal benders coming out of uh, the Beifong Metal Bending Academy to the north as well. He says, uh, that would be quite a contract for you to land. I'm not sure if that's something, you know, he says, I can broker for you, but uh, I will at least put it on your radar as something to consider for the future. I uh, I look at him and I look at you. Uh, I I would like to uh, add in as they were having this conversation, I was listening, but I was also mm -hmm. kind of just kind of milling about the room a little bit as much as mm -hmm. I could without being, uh, you know, um, suspicious. And mm -hmm. I was trying to glance at some of the maps and get an idea of some of the uh, the underlings of the Ooh. of the city. Um, I think I think probably something that I have gotten good at or at least proficient with. When I was mm -hmm. captive in the Earth Kingdom, um, I definitely, out of necessity, had to learn how to read maps and navigate tunnels mm -hmm. um, because that was probably something that was verbally conveyed to me in order for me to escape. So I had to memorize that. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, I will, uh, I will go ahead and try to see if I can find out more about the layout. But then I would also like to, uh, as this conversation is coming to an end, I would like to look at uh, both of them and I would say, um, Director, uh, I assure you that Che is uh, exceptional in every uh, every area of her work. She is uh, professional and she cares about um, the advancements that uh, her technologies can bring and how it can better the lives of her people. I say um, all, people. As all of our people. I actually smile at you when you say that, like a sincere smile. And uh, I, I turn back to the director and I say, um, steel he says I, I i'm a simple i'm a simple swordsman i'm not a bender I'm not possessed of the skills that you have and i say but this piece of steel and i like pr present my sword in a in the way that somebody would mm -hmm. i say this piece of steel um is a capable tool in the right hands and in order for this to be made it has to be forged in both fire and water i think that this could be the beginning of a great partnership thank you marilla <clears throat> This sounds like you're pleading with this person. Uh, it says, if you plead with an NPC who cares what you think for help, uh, support, or action, roll with harmony. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Plus two. <laughs> <laughs> two ones. Oh, here it comes. Yeah, right. Let's find out. Oh, he's That's a six. Nice. Oh, that's a six. Oh, oh that's 14. Wow. Uh, wow. Okay. Oh, fourteen. My sword so, totally the highest man. possible right now. Damn. And he's like, that's you great. know what? Let's seal the deal. And then they sound the alarm outside as they're getting their asses kicked by the guards. <laughs> um, you know what? I just hear the baying of hounds and we're just like, fuck, 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 fuck. Um, and also, yeah. So, and the other thing that I want to do is, um, oh, never mind. I was going to do a balance move for Che, but it doesn't actually apply now that we've done this. So yes, as he smiles and like thinks about it and what you realize in this moment is that Director Shu is nothing if not also very ambitious. 
And he does not really care that his contract is with the mafia. He just sees this as another opportunity for him to just make a paycheck. And he smiles and uh, he begins to like, dis- like think about discussing opportunities with you guys. But as this is happening outside, what's going on? You guys have not heard or seen anything from, uh, <clears throat> from so, inside. So Ari's picking herself up and I just like grabs her and he's like, why did you jump over? You were supposed to just be on top. You threw me. No, I was. Yes. I was trying to hold you up. Yes. You went over. Listen, you big ox. <laughs> Don't move until I tell you to. I poke him in the chest a couple times. Follow me. That means move. <laughs> I, will I just. I just look lead. at Rui and I'm like, she, I, she, she's impossible. And I just follow. <laughs> I'll lead these chuckleheads, hopefully stealthily, toward the manor because I want to start checking like. Windows, other doors, um, if there's like, you know, a fucking basement with a bulkhead, things like that. Points of entry. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, roll assess the situation. Yeah. <clears throat> and actually, uh, to, to call back to something Troy, your character, wanted to do as well. well uh, um, I know how wow. to stake out a place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm like, I've broken ask... in too many at home. <laughs> you get to ask two questions from what here can I use to blank? Who or what is the biggest threat? What should I be on the lookout for? What's my best way out, in, or through? And yeah. who or what is in the greatest danger? Two is going to be what's my best way in? Yep. If I were to need to break into this house. Mm-hmm. And what should I be on the lookout for? Okay. Uh, yeah, you see that he actually Chasing has like a, a uh, he actually has like a back like deck porch or something like that, like overlooking like a small pond, something that like, uh, a waterbender would have. It looks like almost like a ceremonial kind of pond he has created in his backyard. Um, and he has a nice little deck overlooking that. And what was the other question? And the other one is, uh, what should I be on the lookout for? So I'm like assessing danger and traps and stuff and also best point of entry. Yeah. So uh, I think that what you should be on the lookout for is you're very suspicious of the lack of guards inside the walls. So you assume there is some other form of defenses or something like that. Um and I think what you notice is um, traps. Yeah, polar bear dogs. <laughs> oh, I like that. Like a guard. Yeah, like a guard animal. I like that a lot. Um, would it be a polar bear dog? Should we just do that? <laughs> He's from the Water Nation. Yeah, I mean Cora had yeah. one. That makes sense. Okay, so yeah, uh, and it's sleeping on that deck in the back. Is just snoring. Uh, snoring at the moment. It's just a big old polar bear dog. Oh, it's beautiful. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Animal handler. We're not breaking in tonight. We're just figuring out how we're gonna do it when we need to. <laughs> we're just gonna be through here. Huh. Are there windows on this deck area too? Uh yeah, you can absolutely see into uh the building. It's not into his study, but you do see like a hallway with a few like doors within it. Um it's mostly um like the, the building itself is almost designed so that way like there's like a hallway around and like all rooms move inward. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so. I look at the windows and I look at eye and I look at the windows and I look at eye and I get a smirk. He's just like, And I what? back away now because I have an idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Quietly away from the polar bear dog. I'm like, I got it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to make you guys roll stealth. I think that you rolled well enough on to assess the situation that you didn't blow up your spot. Um, what does everybody else want to, what is it like for, while 
we're going to say while Aerie is kind of scouting this and like getting closer and peeking her head up above like the thing, Rue, uh, you're enjoying the polar bear dog, but also uh, her thought, you and I do. Uh, so Rue's thought is it's so fluffy. <laughs> when she, she loves it, but she is trying to think of what it would like as a snack in case they need to bribe it later. Okay. To bribe it nice. with love and snacks and good things. Earth bender flesh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Belly. would love to eat a thief. <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I think uh, polar bear dogs are pretty omnivorous. I think that, you know, as long as it's a good amount, you can distract it with it. That, that, that's her. She's like, all right. Like, polar bear dogs are quantity water, over Belly. quality. Aries so seems to want window. Window next to animal. <clears throat> I can take care of that. I can bribe it. Uh, but otherwise, she's also trying to see, because um, you said there was like a large, like, pond deal? Yeah, yep. Yeah, he made like a little pond. You'd actually, uh, I don't know if the Foggy Swamp Tribe would have these, but like in the Northern and, water, Northern and Southern Water Tribes, they like have small little ponds. Like remember the one with the two fish in it in Avatar? You don't, Sarah, but. I've seen, um, I've seen it probably. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that pond is dope. Yeah, they're, they're almost like a, um, like a ceremonial like religious yeah. kind of thing yeah they, they, is it so, bigger than that pond though no it, it's kind of like a small little fish pond in there a yeah. little fish pond okay yeah. um i i will head canon that foggy swamps have their own version of it yeah um, it's like a muddy cat muddy catfish but yeah oh, or alligator <laughs> frog fro- yeah what can we mix with a frog real quick thank everybody uh like a frog, frog hamster just just frog, Fertile. yeah, frog moles, frog hamsters, right? There's frog frogsters. Frogsters. No, frog <laughs> muskrats. Because those are both things that'll be in a swamp. Frogsrat. Frogsrat. Frogs. 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 You know what they are, too? They're, they're frogs with like a muskrat tail. And like two, and like the big muskrat teeth. So like they're frogs <laughs> with these big old teeth Holy on them. Holy shit! Like, <laughs> That's so horrifying. Somebody please yeah. draw that monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Ribbit. Um, uh, but otherwise, she's just keeping her eyes out for anything that might be coming by. Okay. Uh, all right, and I, you haven't really spoken up. <laughs> so I is not subtle at all. So you he's way that. out of his, his comfort zone. I know, right? It's amazing. Um, so he is looking around to see if there's any, like, within the gardens or anything like that. He sees a big freaking dog, and uh, he might have to do something to it. Are there any like, round crush it with? <laughs> little stones around? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, little yeah. ones. Like, only, like, this big. Yeah, no, he's actually, like, like you know how people put, lining, like, little, like, put, lining yeah, the like pond. a riverbed? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just going to, like, levitate a couple of them into my hand. Just have them handy. Okay, I like oh, that. No. Yeah, you've armed yourself with a few uh, small stones. That is yep. a ceremonial sacred pond. You can't just do that. What? I need the stones. You can get them from elsewhere. And what do you need them for? I might need to knock out the bear dog. I might need to kill the dog. You will do no I is literally thing. just becoming the villain of this. I'm going to scrap everything <laughs> I've written. <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> The usurper. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, 
All right, so you're not making a move or what is Aries' plan before we go nope, back to Troy? I, I'm keeping to my word with this one. I, I told him that I would not be breaking in tonight. I'll give him a shot to gather info on the inside and I'm just going to figure out my how, for when his plan fails, how I will break in. And I've got oh. my plan now. I know that the back deck is going to be the best way to do it. I know that Rue is very good with animals. She'll probably distract that polar bear dog. And I know that I have access to an earthbender. So I have a full-blown heist in my head right now. All right. Excellent. <laughs> oh, we might, we might end up doing that then. That's great. Um, I think uh, we cut back to Che and uh, Arulo. And I think that Che, you, I, I think at this point we see Arulo and like we cut back to him and uh, he's like, I don't know if you'd be bored, but like Che and uh, Director Shu no, are I, in like discussions about like supply chains and like I, realistically, I, how much, uh, how many tons of metal can you bring in on a fire right. nation? You, you I, think, I think, I think, uh, I, I actually, uh, this is where I would kind of fall back on my military discipline and my training, and mm-hmm. I would stay focused at the task at hand, and I would continue, yes. uh, I would continue to gather as much information as I can from the maps without looking suspicious. I'm getting um, very heated and angry and uh, almost burning corners of his desk and like fighting, trying to crumble cookies. But can you, uh, um, can you really intimidate? Wait, like, yes. I just imagine Che is just like. Oh my God, just, Burger. No, she's clawing my table. She's never done this. That's oh what God. I'm doing. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'm just going to feed the with fire. My house. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, we're about to wrap up anyway. I don't want to do too much longer uh, and we'll end on like a, a sweet cliffy. Um, but uh, <laughs> just like I would hate for my mother's technology to go to waste in this city. Yeah, so um, I think that he's giving you a hard time. He is uh, mm-hmm. open to doing business uh, because Arulo made some nice points, right? About um, about the potential between, you know, waterbenders and firebenders. He's probably open to the idea of cutting earthbenders out of it you know what i mean like that just seems to be like the kind of person he is he's like a, you know what it is water follows the path of least resistance that is how he does his business you know what i mean like okay well if i can cut this corner i'm going to do that i'm going to go with the flow in the easiest way to make the most money with the least work on my part so that's how he seems to be operating um i think that you're getting frustrated because you don't want to do this much negotiating you just want to just like tell me i can do it i'll make this better Mm-hmm. Um, so I want you, he is, um, like part of me wants to, it says like when you take action in accordance with the values of a principle, you can roll with it. You know what I mean? And I think you are, you are working on progress. Like, right. Like you are saying I'm working towards this. Like for once, you know what I mean? Like I'm not holding to the tradition that like fire Nation's better. Give me this because I will make all this stuff better. And mm-hmm. whether or not, you know what I mean? Um, so I don't know if you want to intimidate an NPC or, you know what I mean? Um, maybe you know what maybe how about this when you openly call on someone to live up to their principle like you're calling on him to be like you're here on a council to progress this city it just so happens to line up with your principle so can you it just says um, name and roll with their principle which is progress so let's go ahead um how do Just I roll, me. roll with progress? Uh, what is your balance at at the moment? I Probably zero. I didn't shift it either way. Okay. So um, go ahead and just roll 2d6 flat. And let's see. Okay. It says here. I'll go an eight. Amber, you're muted. An eight. Yes. What's that, Amber? 
So would she be rolling and applying his modifier with where he is on his principal scale for that? She's forcing basically him to roll principal when she's rolling you know dice form because you never roll. I guess so. Yeah, it says it says roll with their principal. Name and roll with their principal. So I guess so. And I think his two principles would be like progress and profit. You know what I mean? Like, like, do I really want to help or do I really want to just make money? And like, you're calling on him to roll progress. At the moment, he's more profit. So mm-hmm. I was going to give it, if it's minus one, right, for progress and plus one for profit at the moment I mean, for him. This could be profitable for him. Yeah. But even, either way, yeah, that's true. You could be rolling. Yeah, that makes sense how this, that works. You, you're basically yeah. forcing yeah. The, an NPC to minus- roll. And you're either, like, hey, do this because of this. Either way, yeah. that's going to put you in between seven and nine because you rolled an eight. eight so plus correct. one or minus one, minus one you know. Would be seven, so it says yeah. here, on a hit, they're called to act as you say and must either do what you ask or mark a condition. On a seven to nine, they may change your own mind in turn. Mark a fatigue or they shift your balance as they choose. So you've hit and he's going to have to do what you're asking, which is get you involved in uh you know providing the city with metal for doing what you want um (laughs) the more they have one principle the more susceptible they are to it yeah so um but he's gonna make a counter appeal about the way it's done against hers uh yeah it says here you can either take fatigue or let him shift her balance correct yeah that seems um so it says here he has to do it or mark a condition i don't want to give him a condition because um be afraid of afraid. me <laughs> just kidding i think i think he's a little i think he's a little he's probably pretty level-headed um and like calculating that's like how he's gotten here kind of thing mm-hmm. so i think that um he's gonna do it he's gonna say like okay fine uh contact your family and we will set something up um but and when he does this he just looks at you and he just says like um if we're going to do this he just goes like um there are great expectations for this city and what we need to do. He says like, this isn't about your family and your medals. This is about, and he looks over at Arulo who's like walking and like looking at plans, trying to be casual about it. Just kind of like, you know, uh, and he looks over and he goes like, this is for all of us. And he's going mm-hmm. to try and shift your, uh, your balance towards progress. Okay. I'll take that. Yep. Y'all take that. Okay, so shift your balance uh, and to to plus one progress, minus one tradition. Okay. And uh, yeah, they're going to work this out. And you guys are actually working something out. Um, I like this. Did he I, eat the cookies? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I also offer him, please have <laughs> at the, at this point, this at, at this point, he's definitely eating the I don't want to eat them. Why don't you just take them? And he's just like, he, he's like, fine, fine, fine. And he takes a bite. And he's just like, no. <laughs> Are they supposed to be soft, like slimy, like? And he goes, "Wonderful." Oh no. Um, Arulo, you are trying to get information from these maps. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to make you roll for it. I think that. Um, I think that yeah, you're there while they're talking. There's a perfect yeah. distraction. Yeah, makes you sense. see. Uh, here's the thing though. Do you attempt to like swoop, like yoink one of them? Nope. I'm okay. not going to steal nothing. That's not okay. nice. Um, Stealing causes animosity in the world. <laughs> okay. Um, you know what? Uh, 
I think what you're doing though to like get a good look, like you're gonna have to move one of the maps, but like you sure. fi- you you finally see one of the maps that's like mapping out the tunnels. Oh, okay. But good. you need to but you need to move another one of the maps to see that oh. other thing. So the you're going to be oh. you're going to be pushing your luck in a risky situation. Take the map for me. Take the whole thing. Um, <laughs> Give me my memory. Map. My memory with these maps is very good. At one once upon a time, my life depended on it. So so roll with passion. <laughs> with passion. Let me find my six added dice here. Ah, and, okay. Uh, let me see. Sorry, give me one sec. Go back to I my character. Not, I'm not giving you a sec. Perfect. My passion sec denied. Is plus, <laughs> my passion is plus one. Okay. Let's see what we get, folks. I love that he's... This so is it's painful to watch Troy. It is disorienting. Four. Four. Yeah, what are you doing one oh. night at a time? God. Off of a Mountain Dew bottle. So Mountain Dew and Reese's on the side That's of his the, bed. He's rolling he it in the right place. <laughs> he did get a 10. All right, so it says nice. here... On a hit, you do it, but it costs you to scrape by. The GM tells you what it costs you. And it says here, on a 10 plus, your boldness pays off despite the cost. The GM tells you what other lucky opportunity falls in your lap. Fuck yeah. So you look and you see that here's what's, here's the, here's the cliffy. Because we're not going <laughs> to, um, you move the map. And what happens is you see this network of tunnels coming from the sea caves that are being uh, mined out by the broken... One, you see the name of the company doing it, Broken Earth Construction Company. You see uh, that like it is owned by uh, Don Roshan. You also see that there's plans to further develop the tunnels. And one of the tunnels, it specifically says right on it, Avatar call out, secret tunnel. (laughs) Pointing right to it, secret tunnel. And... It goes right into the crystal caverns beneath the earthen fire refinery. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I love that. That is some dope ass information. That's good shit. Uh, I so guess what, as we as we are leaving the the ground. Oh man, the- I can't believe this plan fucking worked. Maybe I don't have to bust into this. Place. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like ready to do a fight. I was like, someone's gonna fuck up, and it was like, nah, I got like everything, you know. Yeah. Well, you get to do your own different kind of heist now if you want. As as we um as I, I would imagine as we uh, exit the castle after coming to a uh, some sort of agreement, uh, I uh, I tell uh, Che that uh, I said, "Hey, um, you did really well back there, and uh, we found some valuable information. We make a great team." I'm already halfway through my next plan about breaking into this manor back at the cabbage restaurant with my other two crew. I'm like, so, 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 polar bear dogs, right? Polar bears like meat, dogs like meat, probably like fish or something. And maybe we'll cover in peanut butter or something for, for good measure. Do you think I like that? He'll probably like that. I don't know. But you can go up there, be all nice, nice about them, lure them away for snacky times. And then I, I hold up my glass. What is this? A cup? Glass. What is glass? Sand. Earth. Yep. You can do a window. Uh, you want to come here with and make a name for yourself about a new kind of ending. Ooh. See what you got. <laughs> I could totally do that. And then he tries to do it and just shatters it. Like We're going to need some work on technique, but this is a still viable <laughs> entry point, okay? <laughs> you're going to pay for that cup, right? 
Oh, I used to put it back together. Long term plan. It's another round. <laughs> when, I know, Rainy. I know we're working on getting ready to cut the. You guys uh, come back in, give, like, give us information. And we have, keep going for a bit. I just, by shattered know. glass. I'm like, okay, this is the one. Focus. <laughs> just like not muscle finesse. And delicate touch shatters again. <laughs> just like force oh chokes it to, to, to pieces. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a great scene. Just like I struggling to. That was your brilliant plan. Learn how to bend glass in like two days. It was worth that. No, I can also cut glass. I have a glass cutter. I can also pick locks. There's other ways, but it'd be really fucking cool to be able to open a window, fucking close a no, window. I, without I can do this. I can do anything. it. Hold on. Maybe we should see your, your, you're I'm trying to bleeding. become the greatest cat burglar in the world. I, and you are not helping. <laughs> <laughs> um, the greatest cat burglar. You mean mink burglar? Oh, mink cat burglar. <laughs> We're trying to um, save the minks. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be her like vigilante name. Oh, the mink struck again. The midnight mink. <laughs> the midnight- <laughs> oh, the midnight mink. Yes. Oh man. All right. Well, I think we have an idea for what's gonna happen next time. Uh, you guys are going to have to figure out what's going on in the refinery, maybe uh, do a little counter. Uh... Are, are, you, are you possibly suggesting, Rainy, by any stretch of the imagination, that we mm. will go down a secret tunnel through a mountain? You know. <laughs> Under a city. <laughs> yeah. It's got close enough syllables. We could jam yeah. to it. We There's definitely... a lot of stuff in the refinery that came from a mountain. <laughs> So I think that, oh my goodness, do we have a plan? Um, uh, Steven Soderbergh presents Aries 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, I love it. I'm like, recreate the map. Get out with marker crayons and stuff. I'm like, ah. <laughs> That's really great. That, that is absolutely where we'll start the next session is like you guys in like a, a drawing board room. Just like with Man. a bunch of goofy you stuff. Know, you know, I'm just covered in glasses. Just covered it's in so glass. <laughs> just in the background. Every um, I can do this. Actually, well, it's, like, it's like in Ocean's Eleven. Isn't there one thing where like somebody's like really stressed to like do this very fine detailed job? Is it was it Matt Damon's job or something like that? But, like he was practicing through the whole movie for something. Just one and, like, thing you have. One and it's the one job you have, man. It'll be great if we can somehow work in, work in just one moment of glass bending for great effect before the end of the game. Well, it will one hundred percent be a push your luck, and I will absolutely let it happen if he gets that. You know, so ten plus. glass bending. Luckily, like, here's a, listen, great for glass bending. <laughs> <laughs> like not a bender, but I did invent it. So one thing, one thing that, uh, one thing that I'm very excited for is that in order for us to draw this map. Someone will have to talk to Urulo in a quiet place. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move somebody over to care, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, you can try. Actually, you know you what? Want to talk to Urulo? No, he always makes me feel things and introspect. You go talk to Urulo. No, you do want to think about other people's <laughs> points of about. view. <laughs> to be fair, as well though, um, in the show, I believe the only people who could legitimately make a recreation of a map were Earthbenders who could make little miniature versions of a map by earth bending it up so he might be onto something there i mean normal yeah. people just use like charcoal and parchment but that's okay to do. <laughs> but are any of you artistic is the question i don't think any i'm of good them. at everything 
We we cut over to Aries map, and it's just like crayons on the back of a place map from the Cabbage right. Delicacies restaurant. This is the door. Why do your doors look like windows? Fuck you guys. They're still on the window thing, glass bending, and everyone's like, "Oh, here we go again." This is oh, the stained glass door. All right. Well, I promise we will get to a combat next session because obviously, oh. I'll be um, damned if we do. <laughs> yeah, even no, if we try. don't get to use my brilliant glass bending plan, look, I've come up with a distraction that keeps I occupied. <laughs> still brilliant, still serving my purposes. Every time I just starts going off on his like fucking xenophobia, I just like throw him a glass and I'm like, keep working on it. <laughs> That's great. Wow. Uh, all right. Um, great. I think that uh, we'll end this on not only you guys having the information about the uh, the Badger Mole Mafia's plans to uh, create a backdoor secret tunnel into the Earth and Fire refinery, but we get a little cutscene right before the uh, credits roll on the episode of away from the party. We see um, a bunch of we see a bunch of these like thugs and and mobsters, and they are down in these. Uh, smuggling tunnels with their badger hats with their badger hats <laughs> and badger hats. <laughs> they have badger mats and badger hats and you actually see like a pair of badger moles who are continuing to excavate tunnels underneath the uh cranefish town itself um and you see that um basically they've unpacked a bunch of crates of various like rare animals who are all doing some form of like um labor to work these tunnels or a bunch um, of minks turning a wheel (laughs) (laughs) running on the running wheel (laughs) it's like a it's like a rube goldberg it's like a rube goldberg rube goldberg probably a more efficient way to power this machine than with a bunch of rare small exotic animals (laughs) this is why they need us The the Don is actually just very entertained by it, and he's like, "No." (laughs) (laughs) Um, But what we see is um, eventually a badger mole um, breaking through a section of wall, and like a chain of people just yelling, "Like we did it! We did it! We did it! We did it!" All the way down, and then uh, we see somebody go like, "Boss, we finally got it! We found it!" And uh, we see like the boss turn his face and like in a glow of green glowing light from the crystal caverns underneath the earth and fire refinery he just looks over and he just goes like oh we're laughing all the way to the bank boys and uh yeah that's where we're gonna end it get the right. minks <laughs> that's what it is yeah that's what the minks are for they're really good the yeah Buggle <laughs> crystals and me ready the minks oh man <laughs> to their scheme it's like you know boss you could haul out a lot more crystals on donkeys it's <laughs> adorable it's awful and adorable oh my god oh my god that was awesome so that's great all right <laughs> A thousand <laughs> minks pulling one sled of crystal. I just see like one mink actually with a giant crystal tied to his back. Just yeah. like, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, maybe they're like ants and can carry up to like ten times their weight. You know what? Oh, they're they're yeah, they're, yeah, dude. That's what it is. They're carpenter like minks superhuman strength. Carpenter, carpenter minks. minks. Yeah, they got like. 
They yeah. have six legs. <laughs> oh, they do. They have six legs and they move like ants and they carry oh huge gosh. pieces six of legs and antennas. Like well, and like they have mink mandibles. Mink mandibles. No, have, no, like, don't ruin the cute face. They, they perfectly cut out uh, gems. They can like eat right around it and just pull it out and, and they and there they go. And like you just have an assembly line of minks. <laughs> this is the greatest gem miners ever. Carpenter oh. minks. I love that. Carpenter minks. Holy shit, will, guys. We're guys, so good at this. Even when we do dumb We're shit, so we get this. there. We get there. We get there. <laughs> oh, that's All good. Right. We only Not do very dumb fast, shit. but we get good there. <laughs> yeah, we get there quickly, but we got there. Yeah, it only took us two hours and 40 minutes to get I'm the sorry. concept we to started. To figure out how with. the minks were part yeah, of Yeah, like this is minks. the that's premise how. from the beginning. We got there, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's all it. coming together. Oh, well, next. Bro. Next sesh will be the heist and or whatever you guys are pulling off about this. So, ah, uh, yeah. Thank oh, you, yeah. everyone, for b- bearing with us <laughs> through this. Like, I feel like I should apologize, but I'm not gonna because you, you came here for the dick jokes. That's half of our. I you got them this week. <laughs> you got them this week. We've been uh, we've been lacking. So you know. Uh, so thank you guys so much for joining us for session one of avatar legends and joining in with whatever chaos this crew is uh, check out all of our social medias everything is at dms after dark facebook twitter instagram every podcast app worth their salt you can also email us at dms at gmail.com uh, reach out to us there if you have uh, more dick jokes we will read and rate them um open the can of worms it's fine we only had like you know, this is the sort of, of interactivity everybody <laughs> wants the can of dicks <laughs> now <laughs> our email is just gonna be planted well um i'm sorry for that intern and uh have a good night everyone we'll see you next time for more of this have a happy thanksgiving everybody yeah. oh that too <laughs> yeah, yeah happy thanksgiving guys Bye. Stay cabbage. Stay cabbage. Oh God, no. We're gonna end with that. that yeah. That's a good ending. Stay cabbage. Good night.